2: This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Ah. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Ah. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you back again on this Wednesday. Sports Talk Mississippi and... uh, Hey, that and I are about to be $5 richer. What's this? Yeah, we're about to be $5 richer as we start the show today. So, I put the poll question out there yesterday asking if you're going to watch any of the NBA Finals. I figured it was going to skew heavily, no, but I just put it out there just to see. You know, just to find out what you guys would think or what you guys are going to do in terms of watching the championship of professional basketball. I did, yes, all of it, maybe a little... And no. And our friend Chad replied and said, "If, Oh, okay. Let me rewind. So I put the poll out there and I added a caveat saying, and Yeah, we know. Nobody cares. You didn't think anybody watched it anymore. It was better in the 90s. We get it. You don't have to tell us. And Chad said, If you know why the poll. And I said to him, If you send me $5, I'll make tomorrow's poll whatever you want. Yeah. And he said he would take us up on that offer. So Chad, Chad Patrick on Twitter. He's got until the end of the show today, because he said he's taken us up on it, to send you and me both five dollars, and the poll question for today will be whatever Chad wants. No holds barred, whatever he wants the poll question to be. No no
4: adult language.
3: With the exception of bad language. Yeah. Can be whatever he wants it to be, options included. But he's gotta do it by we we gotta call it like five forty five.
4: My Venmo is Brian period hate ad. I think
3: I'm just Michael Borky on Venmo and Cash App. So, Chad, hit me up, dog. Whenever you're ready, you send us both five bucks, and the poll question will be whatever you want it to be. Glad you guys are with so, us this afternoon,
4: by the way. I have to laugh here. That's something I'm saying. So, the last week when I did that, the the Ric Flair thing, right? Yeah. Had on the the sports coat and the button down <laughs> and all that, but I had on a pair of gym shorts under uh, uh, sitting here, right? Because you know, I'm sitting here like this. You can't see, you know. My lower half, so I can get away with that. Well, evidently, some nobody told Michael Wilbon he was going to be uh, at a stool and uh, and not a uh, not a desk today, because he is on the jump right now, <laughs> wearing a suit coat, a button down, <laughs> and a pair of shorts. <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta iron those details out before you head to the uh, studio, guys. Oh, you gotta that is so see. funny. For the record, I'll see if I can get a leg up here. I'm wearing jeans today, see? Jeans. There you go. Yeah. I've got pants on.
3: I, I've got to dress nicer I, in the office than you do in that one.
4: <laughs> More porky out of context. I've got pants <laughs> I've on. I've
3: got pants on. Well, if you catch me on the weekend, you never know.
4: But. So I just want a picture of a shirt. I want a shirt with a picture of your face. Just, I've got pants on. That's all I wanted to say.
3: <laughs>
4: and uh, speaking
3: of Ric Flair... uh Woo. We got the description of the show. This is via you. Yes. This is uh, basically Sports Talk Mississippi in a nutshell.
5: Two geniuses and one idiot.
4: That's it. (laughs) I'll leave it to you as to who's who. I'm not going to say. Open
3: for interpretation, I assume, based on who you are. Uh, But, yeah, that's a perfect description of our show. Uh, Chad's got until 545 to drop us a poll question today. Whatever he wants it to be will be the poll question today. Yesterday was about 80-20. Uh, weren't going to watch it as opposed to watch it. Expectedly so.
4: I'm was laugh it if I get a Venmo notification in about 30 minutes.
3: <laughs> was five bucks. It was a pretty good game. Devin Booker was great. Phoenix was great. Giannis looks healthy, so this should be a compelling series for whatever that's worth to you. More compelling, I'm sure, to most of you is our guest coming up at 4-20. Uh, the man himself, Chris Limonis, national championship winning head coach Chris Lomonis, and either already or will be soon a much richer man than he was before he became national championship winning head coach Chris Limonis. We won't ask him about contract negotiations, because we know what the answer is going to be. Just happy to be here. Oh, guys, I'm not going to tell you about that, or something like yeah. that. He may give us coach speak, but yeah. uh, he'll join us at 420. Our beer guest will be tomorrow... Teased it for like two days. It'll be tomorrow instead of today. So you have that to look forward to. And a whole bunch of other stuff to get to as well. And, of course, your text. six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the C Spire text line. six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. 879 One of you says, I say y'all auction off the poll question every day. Make some money. Dollar-dollar
4: bills, y'all. You know? We could do it like for you know? every Friday. We could have an auction. And whoever puts, sends us the most money, they get the poll question. Or we just do as many polls as, and, you know, as... If you want your poll question to be, why does Mississippi State suck so hard? For the right price, it can be yours. Yes. I mean, 10 bucks a poll
3: question. We'll split it between Dad and I. Richard doesn't even have to know this is a thing.
4: No, no, no. He's
3: got enough money as it is, all right? Some of us need to scrap and claw for our dollars, unlike others. But, um, hashtag cross money. Hashtag cross money. I kind of feel like we should do that, and like raise right. that money and donate it to charity or something. We could you know? we could
4: split it half, half to us, and then we would each get half of that. So we we're each getting a quarter, and then the other half could go to the Palmer Home. Yeah, which we which a week from tomorrow is the radiothon. Yes, we sir. will be in Jack. I, I will be in Jackson.
3: The it, kind of like the fifty fifty lotteries at, at you know. Big sporting events. I've never seen one at like a minor league game, and I think for legal purposes, colleges can't really do it, but have you, have you ever participated in a 50-50 lottery? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. That's so nice. take a baseball game, for example. There's 30,000 people or whatever, and they, they do a lottery where you go buy a lottery ticket and half the money goes to the winner and half the money goes to a charity, whatever charity okay. it is, okay. and they tell you ahead of time. So it, The money you win fluctuates based on how many people participate. But they give you winning numbers, and somebody in the stands wins every game. It's called the 50-50 lottery. We should do that with poll questions. I'm not not against it. You could auction them off. Yeah. See, based on a few weeks ago how uh, a particular poll question was received, Yeah. The auction might be the better route, because I don't know if $5 is enough to get compared to a local. Make sure that
4: you put in the the tweet, this question brought to you by, and Chad's uh, Twitter handle. This is how we're getting in the name, image, and likeness. We claim claim no responsibility. These opinions are strictly Chad's, not ours.
3: (laughs) Did you watch the match yesterday, or see any highlights, the... uh the Brady. From what I can
4: tell, I didn't see any of it before. I could tell Aaron Rodgers and uh, I guess is it is it was he with Bryson? He was. They smoked Brady and Brooks. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah,
3: they won. Uh, that that is not Bryson's venue. I'll say yeah. that I, Bryson gets a lot of hate, and I, he, you know he's goofy in the whole math thing. The science thing is a little ridiculous. Um, he's a weird guy, and I understand why he gets roasted and stuff at times. He was a bad choice. He's not the kind of guy that you can shoot the you-know-what with. He's very serious and very intense. And Mickelson has a decades-long history of gambling and and playing money games and practice rounds and stuff like that. Tom Brady's one of the best you-know-what talkers of all time, as it turns out. Yes, it, yes, like, it is. Th- that's the kind of platform where they need somebody that's looser than Bryson. He did fine. Like he wasn't bad. I actually kind of you know again, people roast him. I kind of liked him yesterday because you got to hear more from him and his personality is just very intense and very technical and he's yeah. a super nerd. That's not his platform. Yeah. That was a bad selection, but the the venue was incredible. Montana is stunning. There was a bear mm. on the golf course and
4: there was a bear? There was a bear on the golf course, yeah. Not Jack
3: Nicklaus, an actual no, bear. No, an actual grizzly bear, and Ooh. it was like grazing on something right next to the the broad the, some of the cables for the broadcast, and they thought the bear was yeah. going end, <laughs> to end the tournament yeah, ba- right there.
4: Bears don't graze. They eat. All right? Cows graze. Grazing means there's some grass involved. My guess is the bear found a raccoon or something. <laughs> I'd like to go to Montana. I'd like to go to one of those random states like that. Just, you know... There's nothing there, right? It's just I just went to go to the state, Montana, Idaho, Vermont, something like that. Hmm.
3: Pistol Pete, heck of a name on the text line, says at my grad school in Pennsylvania, athletic events would do the fifty-fifty drawing. Oh, I-, I thought it was just pro. I didn't know colleges could do that. Uh, do that as well,
4: but the athletes didn't get anything.
3: <laughs> my you gosh, know,
4: we're changing that.
3: That would be a quitty, a pretty quick. Money maker. if you did a 50 oh, yeah. 50, but the other 50 didn't go to charity, it just went to like your general sports athletic budget.
4: Uh, people yeah. probably wouldn't like that, but no, no, you're right about that. You have a stadium of uh, 60,000 people and getting 30,000 a game, making a dollar a ticket, yeah. I that, that mean, that's a in a, in a college ball season, it's almost a quarter mil
3: that pays for some new weightlifting equipment. Pays for one assistant coach's salary for the whole year. Yeah, I mean, it's so, real money. It's real money. David in Oxford says bears are omnivores and do eat grass and berries. Yeah, they load up before they go into hibernation. I guess they're on the other side. This bear looked like it was in pretty good shape, but uh, they weren't too worried about it. Apparently, uh, you know, that happens in Montana all the time where the bears just write off the course but it was enjoyable they're going to keep doing stuff like that Phil is the absolute best I mean he's the best
4: Uh, bear or alligator on the course which is worse bear I agree
3: alligators are afraid of you and you don't have to go near the water that's true 601-879-4395 is the text line we got some coach power rankings for you coming up
6: Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reported accidents on your afternoon drive home, but if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
7: There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AGUP and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series Tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months, plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments, and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16
10: locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 8 Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details.
2: Real Talk for Real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
11: Hey, do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Yes!
2: Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: We're going to get to these coach power rankings here in a second, but a few of your texts have come in. I didn't realize this many of you watched the match yesterday. But hey, Chris and Summit says you need John Daly in that game.
4: That's an idea.
3: I don't know. I mean, you know, there was some language and stuff used at times, but I don't know if you could keep Daly filtered enough to Put that put on, on broadcast television. <laughs> That's yeah. the only way. If yeah. you're involved in the FCC at all, you can't put daily on there. The match on HBO. The problem is with Daly, too. It, it, the golf is second to the commentary, but he would really struggle against even Phil, who's older in age. It, he just, I, I he feel wouldn't feel like be competitive.
4: If, if he got on there and really locked in and decided to try, he'd, he'd be a... He could he could be okay.
3: Chris in Oxford. Yeah, they, there was a fox on the course as well. They, I did not realize that Montana was as stunning as the views that you got during that yesterday. It was beautiful. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Um, like an unspoiled paradise. Seriously. do you? I'd love to go up there. I've never hunted, but if I'm going to hunt, let's hunt in Montana. Let's hunt elk and moose and deer. Come on. Let's get something big.
3: Chris in Oxford said, I was waiting go on them forward. to hit a shot over by the Bear to see if they would go play it. <laughs> that's when you concede the hole. Like, hey, you know what? what you need,
12: you need, need Shooter have
4: McGavin out there. No, no, no. you got to play it as it lies. is <laughs> on top of the Bear's paw. Lucas says, I thought Bryson was great yesterday.
3: Could have chosen someone better, but I thought it helped him in how fans view him. I agree. I think this... The the Brooks thing, that that's from very online people. I, I don't necessarily... The the rivalry's good and all that, but people that just love how Brooks has handled this, taking petty shots at one of his competitors, I, I think it's kind of lame. That's not what golf is supposed to be. And I think Bryson catches a bad rap for being kind of out there, but he's very much himself, and you saw that yesterday. He's not the kind of guy that's going to get into some, some really good banter, but I, I agree with you, though. It humanized him... And he needed needed that. He needs to be more human. He's so robotic at times. Corey in Cleveland's asking if Tiger's coming back. I highly doubt it. But there is video of him putting pressure on that leg already, which is remarkable. That's
4: good. That's good. Be happiest to see him at some events. I don't. I, I think his competitive career is probably at an end. Yeah, it feels uh, feels like that. I mean, he had to sure. battle so hard just to get back. You know, from all this other stuff, and then to have that. Uh, that in that that accident, I mean, yeah, just it just feels like it would take some sort of a miracle to get him back on the course, like playing for championships again.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was already kind of trending. Masters win aside, trending away from that anyway. And this probably put the nail in that. Jason lives in Flagstaff, still listens to the show. Says, "How about mountain lions and bears? We have both running around the neighborhood."
4: No, thank you. I don't want any of that. No, we have coyotes. We have coyotes in my neighborhood. Do you really? Yeah, I was driving. Did they around ever mess with the dogs?
3: Like,
4: well, I don't have dogs, so I don't know. But uh, like one day, I was just driving uh, one of my kids to school or something, and I was like, "That dog is running awful fast. Why is it loose?" And I was like, "Oh my, that's a coyote." And I know it's coyote, but I prefer to say coyote. It just sounds more Western. It feels very Arthur Morgan esque.
3: Okay, I am getting a weird... Gallo responded to somebody this morning, uh, Ricky, this morning. Ricky said, for some reason, the the sucks suck sell the team, and Paul Gallo, you know, Gallo in the morning, 6 to 9 a.m., talking politics and whatever else, <laughs> his reply was... What? Hey, don't knock it. Borky's entire towel collection comes from the Holiday Inn. What is he talking about?
4: All right, so if you look at the text before that, it says, I think we were talking about like name, image, likeness yesterday. Oh, so there it, says, it is. Gallo would represent Holiday Inn Express. I'm not a sports genius like Borky, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And so Gallo returns with, Hey, don't knock it. Borky's entire towel collection comes from the Holiday Inn. Were you part of that Ole Miss team that did that back in two thousand nine? Stole all those pillows and clocks. That? The Ole Miss football team—they stole a bunch of pillows and clocks from the Starkville Holiday Inn Express. What? You don't remember that? It was—I don't no. know. It
3: was—it was hilarious when it happened, though. Well, my first year living in Mississippi was the next year, It was the, okay. the fall of twenty ten.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was like a big thing. Like the week of the Egg Bowl, a couple guys got suspended or something for stealing a. Uh, alarm clocks and and pillows from the Starkville Holiday Inn. In 2009, we
3: had iPhones. What do you need an alarm clock for?
4: Well, I think they may have been some of those better alarm clocks that you could plug an iPhone into. I don't know. I I wasn't there. I just remember hearing about it.
3: Wow, we get a picture from uh, somebody in the 662. It's of him fly fishing in Montana. He said, we go fishing every summer in West Yellowstone, Montana. Nothing better. What an image
4: I'm not an outdoorsman, but just standing there in that river, quiet, fly fishing, that's probably as close to heaven as you can get on Earth, With man. the mountains in the background? Oh, everything. it's just incredible. We need mountains you, here. You've you seen, you seen a, a River Runs Through It? Great movie. Sad movie, one of my great one movie. Of my, sad movie, but one of my favorite movies of all time.
3: Wow. I'm jealous. I'm really jealous. While you're fishing, we're stuck here. Imagine that. Barrett Salee giving us content two days in a row, by the way. Here's the uh, the previously teased SEC coach power rankings, according to him. Now, we're going to go through these and then alter them, and we'd like to hear from you as well. Do you agree with this list? Where would you put your coaches in the SEC? One through 14, who's the best, who's the worst? And this is... Uh,
4: uh, Two through 14. There's no point debating one.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Nick Saban is number one, uh, according to Barrett Salee. He was one last year, too, if you can believe that. Uh, He said, is this really up for debate? The better debate would be discussing Saban versus uh, Paul Bear Bryant. Seven national championships, six, of course, at Alabama. Nine-time SEC champion, seven of which came at Alabama and has recruited better than any coach in the sports history despite what is the most cutthroat era in the history of college football. If any coach in the conference is going to get in the discussion with Saban, It'll take roughly a decade of dominance to get there.
4: Yeah. I would take Saban over Bear Bryant. Imagine what Saban could do with unlimited scholarships like Bear oh Bryant gosh, had back yeah. in the day. Putting guys on the swim team and everything. Alabama would have the the lowest rated swimming recruiting class in America, but a bunch of five-star linebackers. Sinks like a rock, but he can, he can sure play football. <laughs> He's a walk-on, you know. Number two, I actually agree. With number
3: two, Jimbo Fisher, he said Fisher has built Texas A&M's roster back into one that looks like it can contend with the big boys after multiple years of top tier classes. Sure, his three-year tenure didn't look much different than Kevin Sumlin's for the first two, but the Aggies went into selection Sunday last season with the debate for a final or the final college football playoff spot. Uh, They should have gotten that spot over Notre Dame. They should have. I mean, the result would have been the same, but they could have at least been more competitive in that first game. And he said his fourth season will bring tremendous expectations considering the wide-open SEC West and forgiving schedule in front of him. If you remember yesterday, we told you that Texas A&M has the easiest schedule in the SEC. Uh, simply put, this year will go a long way toward where he fits during next year's coaching rankings.
4: Would you have put Jimbo number 2? I would not. I would, I would believe it or not, no hard feelings with the guy, I would put Dan Mullen number 2 really yeah uh, in terms of being a coach in terms of what I'm getting out of him on game day you know I would put Dan Mullen number two not the best recruiter but gets the the results he I think he I think he does more with less than uh, I, I, you know he has he, never had a roster like Saban, like smart or like uh, or like Fisher for that matter in terms yeah. of getting consistent four and five star guys. But that guy can coach anybody up, I think. And he's a, he's a fantastic play caller, too. Without a doubt. This is an important year for him, too. It is. It is. And I don't know how they're I mean, I think they're an 8-4 and four kind of team, to be honest with you. But that's more because he's, you know, he's just not a great recruiter. If he was an elite recruiter, if he could recruit three quarters as good as Kirby Smart, that guy would be the best college football he'd have a, He'd have a national title already at Florida.
3: Uh, Clear evidence that people listen to every minute of this show sometimes. We get a text, but Bear Bryant recruited Forrest Gump. It is true. He did. Yeah. And uh, didn't really have to coach him up much. All they had to do was, if he was running towards the sidelines, just point to the end zone and he would go score. Yeah, I agree. And then run over band members and up the tunnel. You know. Touring a touchdown is all that matters. Recruiting is part of it, we we get a message. That's true. I mean, it's not like Mullen's been a bad recruiter at Florida.
4: Right, he's been a good recruiter, but I don't think he's recruited to the level that you would expect from Florida. Not an Urban Meyer level by any stretch of the imagination.
3: David at Oxford says, And Dan just ran Holloway up the middle again. It happens. <laughs> We'll get to more of these when we come back. Reminder Chris Lamonis will join us in about 50 minutes from right now, 420 next hour, talking, as you can imagine, the whole winning the national championship thing. So, really exciting stuff. More with you, though. 601 879 4395 is the text on. We'll be back.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
6: When You
0: Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July
9: 22nd at Trustmark Park
12: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
0: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show, conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. In the waning days of the legislative session, a rate freeze provision was inserted into the Medicaid tech bill. Drew Snyder with the Mississippi Division of Medicaid explains.
1: Medicaid payments are derived from about 70 different payment methods that uh, require approval from uh, the Federal Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, to get uh, federal
14: matching funds. Snyder says the rate freeze will ensure payments stay at current levels. And COVID-19 infections are reportedly surging at crowded immigration centers across the United States, where the number of migrants have almost doubled in recent months. As of June 30th, the Adams County Correctional Center in Natchez reported 690 confirmed COVID-19 cases, and according to ICE, all new detainees are tested for the virus and held in quarantine for 14 days when they enter the United States.
11: Trustmark checking fits you to a T Use the MyTrustmark app to bank anywhere from your
15: Truck to a tent
11: Make mobile payments at retailers from
15: Tampa to Tacoma
11: And with new Plus Checking, you'll even get discounts on trips Trip? Ah, uh, hey, you stole my line You need Plus Checking It has identity theft protection, too Don't stop about Trustmark, people you trust, advice that works Member FDIC
10: Music, go. Go.
2: This this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly.
3: And Brian Haydad with you talking. SEC coach Power Rankings and Will and Eukora on the text line is trolling us. That's the only explanation for, for what he sent us just now. He said, in order from 1 to 14, Sabin, Orgeron, Pittman, Clark Lee. Y- y- you may not recognize that name, but he's Vanderbilt's new coach. Uh, Shane Beamer at 5, Drinkwitz at 6. Uh, Harson at seven, Leech eight, Kirby nine, Jimbo 10, Mullen 11, Stoops 12, Kiffin 13, Hypo 14.
4: I hope Will's not driving. Yeah. He's clearly having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, is,
3: this sounds awesome. He said, My little brother just sent me a text saying he has tickets for the Wisconsin Notre Dame game at Soldier Field.
4: Awesome. That's that's a fan. I talk about a neutral site venue that's going to be awesome. Good Lord. That's going to be a drunk game wish I was there
3: Jason's high on the Gators he said I'm scared to death of what Mullen's gonna do with Emory Jones dude's got an army of four-star players coached up and developed quarterback is the question but he generally gets more than is expected out of his quarterbacks
4: as a Mississippi State fan why are you scared to death of Florida you don't play him again until 2025 I mean, if, if you play him in the SEC championship game you will take your
3: chances our buddy Greg Nettleton, he said, If y'all had a ranking for best texture of the show, I'd know who's y'all number one would be. Me. In the word of my cousin, thank you, thank you very much. Loving, compassionate, and truly cares. That's me, Uncle G. And humble. So humble, too. <laughs> oh, Greg. You've been with us for a long time, man. So, yeah, you would be up there. You would be. Just some days you hate us, some days you love us. It, it Just on the good days, you'd be up there. Just depends. Yeah. Jason Columbus says, uh, his, he just gave us a top five. He said the comp- uh, killer of competitive modern college football at number one, Mullen <laughs> at two, smart three, Fisher four, Kiffin five. He also I would argue too, too hard. He also said Florida recruits itself, which is why it was the perfect fit for Mullen. said he's an A-plus QB coach, which was Florida's big heel post Tebow.
4: That's true. I'm interested. I, I am with Jason in that. If Embry Jones can develop into a passer, I know he's a great runner. So I mean, what what can Mullen do with him there? But if if not, you're sort of sealing off to where Mississippi State was with a, with a Chris Rolfe or a Nick Fitzgerald. You know, you'll you'll win eight or nine games, but you can't. You probably can't beat your the Georgias and yeah. the LSU's and Florida has Alabama this year. So
3: CBS had Saban one, Fisher two, Kirby Smart three. Here's what they said: It's extremely hard to win national titles, but Smart has done a great job of getting his Bulldogs in position to do just that since he took over. Prior to the 2016 season. Uh, Yeah, Mark Richt also had Georgia in position to win national championships. Anyway, uh, they've entered the Mercedes Benz Stadium with a chance to win the SEC title and make the college football playoff in three of the last four seasons, including after the 2017 season when Tua broke their hearts. What was it, second and 26? Yes. And uh, he has cashed in. Good job there, Barrett. That's subtle, but I, I respect that. He's cashed in on growing the talent base in the Peach State. <laughs> Subtle. I like it. I like yeah. it and we'll enter the season with more hype than any Georgia team since the Herschel Walker era.
4: Agree with that? 100%. I mean all of it. I, you know, I I definitely see the uh, the Mark Rick comparisons and all that, but I I do believe that Georgia is better year in year out under Smart since year since year 2 than than uh than Georgia wasn't a Mark Rick. Mark Rick would have a, a great year and then followed up with a couple of years where he really wasn't in the hunt for the SEC East. Whereas with Smart, every year they, they've been in the hunt and it feels like this is their year to, to really break through.
3: A little sidebar, I, I am certainly joking, although I mean that's what's been going down, with with Georgia in recruiting, you can't do the they cheating thing anymore. With name image and likeness, that that just is kind of silly now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, well, they're cheating. Well, yeah, kids are getting paid now above the table. So that's just not something that will be taken seriously anymore if you cry cheating when another school gets a player. The era of that being the Internet accusation is is over now. Kids are getting paid. That's just kind of what's happening. Dan Mullen at number four. Uh, Calls him the number 10 overall coach in college football as well. He said, Florida's gone to a New Year's Six Bowl in each of his three seasons in Gainesville, including last year, where his Gators won the SEC East. They could have fought for a playoff spot. He doesn't say this. If a player doesn't throw a shoe. He has a strong track record of developing quarterbacks, including Dak Prescott at Mississippi State and Kyle Trask, during last season's title run. He hasn't broken through that glass ceiling and led his team to a national title contention during... Championship weekend, but the fact that he has brought Florida back from the depths of the Jim McIlwain despair, mcelwain won the East, didn't he? Twice. Yeah, I don't know how deep that is. Uh, once made, Mississippi State competitive is more than enough for the college football world to recognize him as one of the best in the business.
4: Competitive? They were number one in the nation. And that's all you need to say about Dan Mullen. He got Mississippi State to number one in the nation. That tells you what kind of coach you're dealing with there. Changed the
3: complexion of that job. Yeah, exactly. Possibly a really dumb question. Without Dan Mullen, does Mike Leach take the job?
4: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, if if another coach had come in and been successful, probably so. I think it's more about the results than the guy who got them. Right, that's what I I mean.
3: Without the Dan Mullen era, does... Right, happen? right, right. Yeah,
4: yeah. Like Mike Leach wouldn't have taken the job in two thousand. Wait, so what? Yeah, you couldn't. Have. He was he was coming off his best year at Texas Tech when State hired Mullen. State couldn't have hired Mike Leach then, I don't think. And I don't know. You know, could they have hired him when they hired Joe Moorhead? Probably. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Mullen is the reason State is a good football program today because it was not a good football program when he arrived.
3: Stewart Landscape says sounds like Freeze was hired at Old Miss 9 years too soon. <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his downfall uh, was not just NCAA issues. I you know stands to reason that without the other stuff, you know him choosing not to redact those phone calls, he may st-
4: have stayed the coach there. No question about it. If if he had been smarter with his phone records, and nobody ever finds out that kind of stuff, Ole Miss was willing to ride out the storm with him, as you should when you have a great coach. You you, you do what you got to do to keep him. And they didn't punish him. No. I've always wondered. You know, I've always. And I don't. I'm I'm not one of those. You know, it was a witch hunt kind of guys. But I feel like the NCAA wanted freeze out at Ole Miss, and I've always wondered if 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 he had stayed, would the p- penalties have been harsher? I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Mike,
3: yes, you can be texter number two. I didn't say Greg would be number one. Like, totally. But you can be number two. Yeah. I, I don't mind that.
4: For $10. For $10.
3: <laughs> we are for sale. Yeah. Everything. You can buy anything you want. Like Ricky Bobby. You know, we're selling the windshield. <laughs> Number five in the SEC Coach Power Rankings, Ed Orgeron. He said there's no doubt the 2020 season was a disappointment for the Tigers. Granted, following up what I consider the best college football season of all time in 2019 isn't an easy thing to do, but let's be real. LSU was a non-factor from the moment it took the field in the season opener against Mississippi State. It's a tricky year for Orgeron. Sustaining success is much more difficult than having success, which is what creates the line of delineation. Big words, Barrett. Uh, between good and elite coaches. We all know what Ordron learned during last season's trials and or we will know what Ordron learned during last season's trials and tribulations after this season, which is a huge one for his ultra talented Tigers.
4: Yeah, it's a little high for me, to be honest. I mean, when I look back at the twenty nineteen season, all I think about are Burrow and Joe Brady. Those were the guys who got that done. You know, as soon as they left, it fell completely apart. So he's right. If if you want to rank him that high, then twenty twenty one needs to be a good year for LSU. And when I say a good year for LSU, I mean a good year for LSU, a, a nine plus win season. Yeah, it's a, a strong distinction. Uh,
3: I don't think he survives another year like last year. I don't think he survives it. Oh, well, certainly not a
4: year like last year. But I don't know that he survives You're just going. You know, eight and four. And. I mean, maybe the national championship buys you
3: up some capital, but when you pair too bad for them seasons in a row with scandal... Right, Right. yeah. Might change things. Might change things. Especially, talked about it on the stream this morning, when you got a guy like Billy Napier a short drive away... Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? The most fascinating team in the SEC this year might be LSU.
4: Yeah, in terms of storylines, yeah. Anytime you got the, the fallen power, that's always a good one.
3: Nathan and Amory being mean today, he said, and now if you rank the radio sideline reporters, Ole Miss is 14th. Dead last. Dead last. Uh, having a good time here on this Wednesday. We'll keep going down this list with you and more of your texts as well on the c spar text line, six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. 4395 And reminder, Chris Limonis will join us here in about a half hour. But for now, stick around. We'll be right back.
6: Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reported accidents on your afternoon drive home, but if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
9: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Gulf Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283.
7: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, Your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change
12: your life today. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun related have you saying, "How do I get one?" Well, security Joe of Discount Gun Safe says, "I can get you a safe." He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available, but Discount GunSafe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount GunSafe at 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233.
9: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
5: Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert Concept Series at Renaissance. Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters. With Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
18: Find out
2: what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to. The- back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: Quinn says, really going to judge on a 2020 season and a rebuild? Come on, you're
4: better than that. Well, I mean, they am, fell completely apart. Am I, first of all? Yeah. Am I better yeah, than that? That's the first problem there. But secondly, when they, they it's not that they rebuilt. I mean, a rebuild is fine if they had been, you know, seven and three or something. But they were they were awful. they was awful. Yeah,
3: the, my response, in all seriousness, would be, that, then why did the other... Elite programs in college football not have trouble last year. I mean, twenty twenty difficult year. Mm-hmm. Alabama
4: still was there, and, you know, and Clemson Alabama, was still what, there. What what's a rebuild for Alabama? Ten and two. I mean, when was the last time they done that? Uh, they lost what? Uh, twenty nineteen. They lost. Uh, they lost two games, right? Yeah, the second game in the. Lost to LSU in the Iron Bowl, yeah. So yeah, that's all.
3: That's the difference. It's it's still a place that ha- has yet to act like it's one of the best programs in college football because the best programs in college football: Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson. They're not doing what you saw last year, at least not lately. So that, that's where that's coming from. But no, I'm not better than that. <laughs> One of you says um, Coach O isn't better than Mike Leach or Stoops or Kiffin, for that matter. Stoops is severely underrated in terms of coaching rankings. Not this one, though. Uh, Barrett has Mark Stoops, the sixth best coach in the SEC. said Kentucky has only contended for the East title once during his tenure in Lexington, but there's no denying that his work since taking over in 2013 has been remarkable. The Wildcats have been to five straight bowl games the last three of which have been wins and posted a 10 win season and number 11, finished in 2018. It's not a traditional power. It's Kentucky, a basketball st- school, and he's done a lot to shed that label and make football a huge deal again. I think that's
4: all appropriate. Would love to see Stoops at a program that is a little bit easier to recruit to. Would love to see him at a Florida or a Georgia. I, w- I think he'd win huge. Like Florida State when he told them no? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Isn't that
3: crazy? Florida State couldn't lure Kentucky's coach away. An alum, a Florida State alum, would not leave Kentucky for Florida State.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: or is he an alum, or did he coach there previously? I don't remember.
4: Surely he's not an alum. That doesn't. I don't think that's right. But I, he did. He had coached there. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. from Youngstown, Ohio. He's
3: not a, not an alum. He played at Iowa, actually. Defensive back. Yeah, yeah. Does Mark
4: Stoops look like a former Division I defensive back? I mean, Kirby Smart's a former defensive back. So was uh, so Will Muschamp. See, Muschamp, I can buy it, though. He
3: still keeps himself in pretty good shape.
4: Is not a smart. Smart can play. Saban was a DB, too, wasn't he? Yeah, Stoops is not an alum. He was a former defensive coordinator. That, D- uh, I'm telling you, DBs, you know, that's, if you're looking for in your next head coach... Get some money out of the secondary. Shout out to Deion Sanders. I know he's listening. Jim in the Delta
3: saying, I'm not sure how the new laws work. What will keep a rich alumni from paying a kid $5 million to endorse their car dealership and go to their college of choice? Logic, first of all, $5 million aren't just getting handed out to a recruit, but that's still against the
4: rules. You yeah. can't provide recruiting inducements still. What, uh, what kind of billionaire boosters does everybody have? I, I got $5 million to give this kid. $5 million. Because if you're going to do that once, you've got to do it every year. That's the yeah, thing. 5,000? Five, 5, sure. 5,000 to a recruit? No problem. 5 million? $5 million. No, no one's doing that.
3: Number seven, this is one I disagree with. Number seven, he has Brian Horson. He said it's his first okay. year at Auburn, but there's no doubt his experience oh, and success okay. as a head coach speaks for itself. He was 69, nice and 19 in seven seasons at Boise State a job that has way more pressure than virtually every other group of five gig. That's fair, but they're also set up for success, more so than all of them except for UCF. Anyway, he said that matters, especially at a place like Auburn where there's an expectation of success, and not only at a national level, but within the confines of a football craze state dominated by Alabama fans. Here's the thing. Brian Harsin was good at Boise State, but he was just that. He was good and Boise State's a program that has been better than his record there. He did not lose fewer than 2 games every year. He has a four-loss season, 3-3 three three loss seasons mixed in in his time at Boise State. That wasn't that's not necessarily bad. I'm not going to say somebody's he was up, bad there. Somebody's
4: bias is showing there. Somebody's showing. That's not he good there. No. Yeah, that's not that's not an accurate uh, ranking. No. No. So that's your top
3: seven. We'll give you the rest of the list when we come back, and then Chris Lamonis as well. Fast first hour. Thank you guys for being a part of the show this afternoon. So 8 through 14, and Chris Lamonis when we come back. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
2: Jackson, State Super Talk Talk Mississippi, by your tree
10: professionals Super Talk tree Mississippi.
19: Pros, Fox News, I'm Pam Huso. America's working families need a tax break. President Biden brought that message to Illinois, where he pitched his human infrastructure plan that he believes should be paid for with a corporate tax hike.
20: If we put in place a minimum 15% tax on the profits of corporations, the ones that didn't pay any tax, that would raise a quarter of a trillion dollars.
19: Republicans are opposed to the tax hike. Former President Trump is taking on big tech. Today he announced a class action lawsuit against Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, and Sundar Pichai of Google. Trump and others have accused them of silencing conservative voices fox's lauren green in bedminster new jersey america's listening to fox news
11: family they are definitely family in that clinic carter sledge family dentistry is just that a family it was just and every time i go in it's just like they're so nice and they just they're just so compassionate it seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in
8: Richland, 601-607-7876.
0: Steven Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The number
14: of variant COVID-19 cases continues to rise. Just last week, health officials stated that the concerning Delta variant had become the dominant strain in Mississippi, and there are now 137 confirmed cases. The strain is more contagious than both the original strain and the UK variant, and officials continue to urge everyone to get vaccinated to protect themselves and their loved ones. And the new director of the Administrative Office of Courts in Mississippi would like lawmakers to increase the budget for drug courts. Greg Snowden tells Supertalk they receive about $6.5 million, but it takes about $12 million to run the courts.
21: The data shows that for each
20: child born with a drug dependency, it's going to cost the state $750,000.
14: Snowden says by helping to get parents clean, the courts could save the state millions of dollars.
5: Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the The Twilight Twilight Concert concert Series at Renaissance. Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance by ratchet entertainment group and Ardenland. land
12: this is a big deal Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits, to preventive services, to prescription drugs. These are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as August 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
14: Lt. Gov. Delbert Hoseman is wishing a pair of Senators well as they leave the Capitol. Late last week, Senator Samson Jackson announced his retirement after serving District 32 since 1992, while Senator Tammy Witherspoon resigned as she begins her term as Mayor of Magnolia. Witherspoon was elected to serve District 38 back in 2016. Hoseman said that both Democratic Senators oftentimes worked across the aisle on issues aimed at making Mississippi a great place to live and work. And two lucky Mississippians matched all five winning numbers for Tuesday night's Mississippi Match 5 drawing.
8: The winners will claim a share of the $665,000 jackpot. The two winning tickets were purchased just 23 miles apart. One was purchased in Hattiesburg, while the other was bought in Ellisville. The jackpot is back to $50,000, and the next drawing is tomorrow night. If no one wins that one, the jackpot will continue to grow.
16: Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call C Spire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses. No apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. C Spire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at cspirebusiness.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo
7: Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
2: If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi.
12: You like this show, huh? Yeah!
2: Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Number two sports talk, Mississippi, Michael Porky and Brian Haydad with you on this Wednesday afternoon. We've been talking SEC coach power rankings. is the least one that put them out there. We've gone one through seven so far, and in order, those were Saban, Fisher, Smart, Mullen, Orgeron, Stoops, and Harson. Yeah, I feel low there, I'll be honest. <laughs> We got a couple of texts. Hey, Alabama fan's listening today. He said, hey, this is Alan. I'm an Alabama fan, but I love to listen to y'all every day. And sports are gone, but y'all still are awesome and listen every day. Thank y'all very much. Well, thank you. I take it you're not watching the NBA Finals either. That's okay. Probably not watching Euro 2020.
4: Probably not watching Euro 2020. They're in extra time now. England and Denmark 1-1.
3: And is game... Five of the Stanley Cup tonight.
4: Is that tonight? That sounds right, yeah.
3: Back in Tampa where the gentleman's sweep will likely be finished for whatever that's worth to you. So sports aren't necessarily over, but uh, I hear you. I hear you for sure. We got another message from uh, Shannon. I'm an Alabama fan and I listen to y'all's show every afternoon, even though y'all's hatred is astounding. Y'all are very educated and knowledgeable in sports. I'm very interested in the coaching staff Harson has put together. Well, thank you, Shannon. In fairness, I only hate Alabama because your football coach is so good at what he does. He's removing the fun out of it for everybody else. It's more of a respect hatred than it is like some deep emotional seated thing for Alabama. It's just because Saban is ruining the fun for everybody, he's just
4: so dominant. That's where that don't, comes from. I don't hate Alabama. I don't I've never had an issue with them. So this is all Michael. That's the all me, but it's only
3: because he's not letting anybody else win. Couple you know? of haters. I just you know, give the little guys something, you know? I don't know. Maybe we should start taxing Alabama football. Be really now we're a, talking? Be really American there. Like limit their recruiting classes to, to twenty instead of twenty five. Just five fewer players, you know?
4: Ah. They'd still get the best twenty. <laughs>
3: yeah. They'd still win everything. Who yeah. am I kidding? Number eight, Lane Kiffin. If you're looking for the most polarizing coach in the SEC Kiffin is it, yes, even more polarizing than Sabin. That's fair. Sabin's not polarizing at all. He just wins. Nothing polarizing who, about that guy.
4: Who has a different opinion on Nick Saban? That's what polarizing is, right? It means you have people a lot of people have different opinions. Yeah. Like Who ha- who has a different opinion on Saban other than he's the best? Somebody intentionally being obtuse for the sake of it. Yeah, but other
3: exactly. than that, no real legitimacy to it. On one side, there's a camp that thinks Kiffin's offensive acumen and recruiting success will lead Ole Miss back into contention. The other side of the aisle seems to think that he's in over his head and is more interested in sizzle than actually eating the proverbial steak. But let's be real. He's had a reasonable amount of success as a head coach and offensive coordinator in major college football is appealing to high school prospects, and has the Rebels set up to be one of the most dangerous teams in the country in 2021.
4: I don't agree with all of that, but who thinks he's in over his head? Lane Kiffin's been coaching for years. He's coaching the NFL. I think he can handle being the head coach at Ole Miss.
3: Yeah, there's been greater pressure elsewhere Yeah, for him. Uh, I, w- I would... I mean, it's splitting hairs. Uh, I would put Harson. I think's just too high. I, I don't like that at all.
4: Yeah, we're uh, definitely they, bumping Harson down below, below Kiffin for sure. There's and, still a proven element
3: to Lane Kiffin. I mean, that's still there. He was at Tennessee for yeah. one year. The Southern Cal years. In hindsight, if you look back, the NCAA penalties he was dealing with because of the yeah. previous staff. It's a miracle that they won the way they did when he was there. He's
4: honestly. never just had that monster finish in the top ten. Be dominant the whole year kind of season, you know. I don't know if you can have that at Ole Miss. I think I think you can, but he hasn't done it yet. That's the only thing he's lacking, though. I mean, the guy's a great coach. You can't nobody can argue that.
3: Mike Leach behind Brian again behind Brian Harsin is a guy that's been at it for twenty years in two of the most difficult jobs in college football, and one more so than those places ever have. But here's what was said: Mike Leach at number nine. The Pirate had an up and down season in Starkville in twenty twenty. Started out with a bang, of course, with their win over LSU. Cratered when they lost seven of the next eight games and gained some steam at the end with back-to-back wins to close things out, including the bowl win over Tulsa. Also won the fight there as well. Barrett didn't say that. That was editorializing. Uh, Leach brought Washington State and Texas Tech to not only national relevance, but legitimate threats to college football's best, and that's nothing to scoff at. Well, then why are you scoffing at it by putting him at number 9?
4: Definitely ahead of Harson. Definitely ahead. Of I feel like Leach and Kiffin's kind of splitting hairs. Kiffin's got you know a little more sizzle on the stake. I will agree there, but the consistency of Leach year in year out at his previous two stops is I mean, at stops where it's not easy to win. So you're splitting hairs, but I don't really care who you rank who ahead of who there. But they are both both clearly ahead of Brian Harson for me. See. And if you will, Stoops is great.
3: I think he's underrated all that stuff. It's not like Leach doesn't have a similar track record, albeit not in the SEC, but at places where it's been near impossible to win. Pullman, Washington, guys. I, apparently he enjoyed it because it's kind of a quirky place. You don't get players there. It's impossible. You don't get players in Pullman, Washington. The state doesn't produce them, and the ones that the state does produce are going to the much better job within the state, and that's Washington. Yeah, it's a it's a really 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 difficult job. And yes, the Pac-12 is worse than the SEC. But the the decades long model of consistency. Uh, Putting that below a guy that was fine at Boise State is just kind of mind blowing, but that's uh, that's where this list has it. I mean, if
4: that's what you want to do, Barrett. That's, that's you know, that's fine. I, I don't agree.
3: Terry says Lane Kiffin is awful everywhere he goes as a head coach. That is just factually inaccurate. Said that's by the so way, great. Kirk Ferentz is one and against Nick Saban. Go Hawks! Love the show. Iowa fan listening, we appreciate you listening, but. Uh, I mean, all joking aside, Lane Kiffin's. home and home. Yeah, seriously, that'd be great. Uh, Lane Kivens' first year at Florida Atlantic, they won 11 games, and the previous three seasons at Florida Atlantic,
4: I think only won three total. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Or something like that. I'm not going to argue that. If I'm saying that, if I'm saying the head coach at Ole Miss is a good coach, he's a good coach. Matt and Tupelo, hey, th- you know,
3: there's something to this. He said Kiffin is definitely top five in the Twitter game, probably the hottest college football and NFL head coach when it comes to social media.
4: There was an article about that today, and I was just like, it, it felt like Lane Kiffin wrote it, to be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like Lane Kiffin is a maverick, a warrior poet. It's like, it's like the column that's being written about Willie Beeman in, in any given Sunday, the future. It's like let's just calm down a little bit Lane. Eli Drinkwitz at number 10
3: Missouri's first season with Drinkwitz at the helm was pretty darn solid. They went 5 and 5 and earned a bowl bid which by the way was canceled. They had to play their backup quarterback at safety at the end of the season because they were so decimated by COVID. Uh, The passing game showed promise under Connor Bazelak. He didn't start the season but ended the season. Looks like a pretty decent player. But the uh, defense needs some work. With that said, Drinkwitz has only been a head coach in the FBS for two seasons and is still getting his feet wet. I think we will look up in five years and look at him as a really solid coach, but I agree with the spot. Just hasn't proved it yet.
4: Yeah. He he obviously – I mean, they were 5-5 last year when they could – I mean – who saw that coming? You look at their schedule this year, and it's funny, I just did an interview about Missouri today uh, with Mitchell Forty, and they could easily be an eight-win team this year. And if the, they, the breaks go their way, they could get to nine. I mean, their schedule is not difficult. So, I mean, you yeah, know, they'll, they'll probably lose to A&M, they'll lose to Georgia, they'll lose to Florida, but everybody else in that schedule is like a toss-up or, or better for them, so they, they have some potential this year. Yeah.
3: We get one message. I like Mike Leach and all, but man, don't we wish we went all in on Sarkeesian when making that hire?
4: I mean, I don't know the answer to that question.
3: I mean, I'm okay uh, with not going down that road. All reports and indications are that he has recovered, or is, is in recovery and doing very oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: What but still... Texas now, obviously, right. they, they think he's
3: okay. But not taking that risk is understandable.
4: Yeah. Again, let's. we should always... When we, come, when we talk to these discussions, should always come back to it that Joe Judge was going to be the head coach of Mississippi State. That was, done. that was a done deal. And then the Giants surprised the world by hiring him as their head coach. If that doesn't happen, the Giants hire Matt Rule or anybody else, we just finished the first year of the Joe Judge era at Mississippi State. I mean,
3: they, they were getting the reception ready for Joe Judge. It was done and then the Giants decided somehow to pull the rug out from under Mississippi State. That's still that timeline is insane. It really is. I mean, if you asked him honestly, did you think you were getting that job? Hey, there's no way he'd say yes. Good for him though. Players yeah. seem to like him, so hopefully it it works out there. Having successful alums in the NFL can only help you. Doesn't hurt, yeah. Chris Limonis, the national championship winning head coach of Mississippi State, will join us next. We'll give you the rest of this list on the other side of Limonis, but uh, give us about three minutes. We'll talk to Coach when we come back.
6: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported this afternoon in Hines County, I-55 northbound at Elton Road, exit 88. Remember, if you see traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
20: Carter Jewels was established 172 years ago in 1849 and is recognized as one of the oldest surviving businesses in the nation. One of the reasons for this 172 year miraculous survival has been our commitment to quality. Today we've stepped up our game and we're producing what we believe and know is the best quality diamond and gemstone jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. I'm going to say that again. Carter Jewelers is producing the best quality diamond jewelry ever made and we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. Carter Jewelers has been voted best jewelry store for the last three years by the Jackson Free Press. Trade-ins are welcome, and we've started our Christmas layaways, 18 months interest-free financing and no credit check financing. Carter Jewelers is located downtown Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at
7: AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months, plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments, and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us, or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Operands 8, 321. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details.
0: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com.
9: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407.
7: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety seven point three. Back to Sports Talk, Mississippi. It doesn't
15: get any better than
2: this. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: We won't waste any time on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out Favorites.com and go with the home team as national championship winning head coach of Mississippi State baseball, Chris Limonis and coach. Does that still feel a certain way when somebody introduces you that way? National championship winning head coach?
21: Well, it's a little different, but you know, shoot, I've always been proud just to hear Mississippi State baseball coach. So it's a... Uh, a pretty cool thing right now uh, where we're at and, and and what we're doing it hasn't really sunk in yet but it's uh, it's pretty cool
4: so so you've held the trophy you've brought it back to Starkville you, you've worn the merchandise and it still hasn't sunk in for you that that you're the national champions
21: you know what's funny is, is in our world we've also we're working nonstop right now so all my coaches you don't get to enjoy it as much in baseball because we're in the, right in the middle of recruiting season the draft is this weekend. You're meeting with kids and family. So um, we'll have a time to enjoy. We we got to hang out on the 4th of July, and we kind of got to sit back and tell some stories of the last two weeks. and um, But it, I think it will sink in more as time goes on.
4: Anytime you win a championship of any kind, there's always stories. There's always players who step up there's always you know the the underrated guy who came out of nowhere to do something and you had a little bit of of all of that let's start with Will Bednar who you know everybody knew he was good everybody knew he was talented but he was as good in the college world series as maybe any pitcher who's ever pitched in that event before you right. knew he was going to be good did you know he was going to be that good
21: no nah, i didn't uh, you know we moved into the front of that rotation early in the regionals and um uh, mm-hmm. Just because we wanted to have, you know, one, he matched up really good with our first regional opponent who was a really good offensive team. And then, two, you get a chance to pitch him a little bit more. And when you look back on it, it made a big difference, you know, being able to get that last start out of him and getting in the pitch. But he pitched at a really high level. He's such a competitive kid, such a competitor. Um, That's what came out on that national stage as he just competed.
4: I think when when I talk to coaches, they're always excited when a guy who's struggled makes some big plays. In in game two against Vanderbilt, Lane Forsyth with what, three hits in that game? How excited were you as a coach to see him finally get, get up there and, and, and put the ball into play and, and make big hits?
21: Well, yeah, you know, you're happy for the kid. You know, like you know, seeing these kids struggle on big stages too is not fun. So he was able to get out there and relax and have fun. And once he got a couple hits, he was actually good the next night too. It's just yeah. you know, when you're in a funk and in a slump. Man, it just that bat feels like it weighs a hundred pounds, and uh, it was it was fun to get to see Lane play play loose on that stage and play play to his ability because he was really good in the College World Series, especially defensively.
9: Yeah, I
4: was just about to ask about that. You know, I watched every game your team played, and obviously all of them there in Starkville. I was there, and your team, quite honestly, at times was just not good defensively this year. But at the on the biggest stage, they turned into Brooks Robinson and Ozzy Smith over there on that side of the infield. It, I know you can't explain it, but what what did you talk to your team about defensively and how were they able to perform at that level
21: well, actually we had like a we had a tough piece defensively, mainly at third base is where we struggled um cam went through some growing pains um but for the, the reality is we were really good defensively in the outfield we were really good defensively behind the plate um Scotty DeBrule, i don't know if he made an error after the halfway point of the season you know so you know, mainly just getting Cam going was the biggest piece and, and getting him to play relaxed. And, you know, I thought him and Coach Gautreaux did a great job of just getting some fundamental skills going. And Cam's very talented. He just he got into a funk like Lane did offensively and, and, and fell behind. But I, I give him a lot of credit for fighting through it. He was one of our better guys. I mean, we had a shortstop playing third base in the College World Series. I mean, he made numerous great plays. But yeah. – um it's just a lot of work. Just just getting in and doing the work. And and these, kids, I mean, people forget that man. Cameron James hadn't played an SEC game until this year. I mean, Logan Tanner, Will Bednar. I mean, so many of these kids. They were freshmen, really, in terms of eligibility. And so there were some growing pains with that. But I, we thought we were going to be good defensively to start with. It really doesn't to say you're going to make zero errors in the College World Series. That's pretty amazing, even with a great team. But um, I was happy for them
4: you mentioned the draft it's just i think it's next week at the 11th is, is when it starts up you know obviously you've had a chance to talk to most of your players i think we all expect that Tanner Allen, Rowdy Jordan, Will Bednar will be making their way to, to professional baseball are is there anybody else that you're expecting to leave that Mississippi State fans would think might stay or or the other way around somebody coming back that you would consider a surprise that they're going to return
21: no i think um i think Christian McCloud's the guy that had a you know besides his last two starts he had a pretty good season and. Probably has an opportunity to go pretty good in the draft this year. Um, same even Eric Tarantola, we're hearing great things about. I think Eric's got a chance to go out there in the draft. And we got some iffy guys. You know, Cameron James is sophomore eligible. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. It's it's the landscape's very different right now. So you know, pro baseball, they cut all these teams. They moved the draft back until the middle of July. They they've um, they've cut it in half almost. You know, so. You know, it's a little different. I'm trying to get a feel for it. I don't have a great feel for the draft right now, like I normally do. So, it could be a little tricky. Um, you know, incoming high school kids—that's that's one of our biggest ones. We're sitting there, and I've done some Zoom calls and just trying to touch base with people to make sure uh, everybody has all the information. But it, it's going to be a tricky year. I, I just don't know how to read it yet.
4: You, you and I have talked about that before about how, you know, baseball is really the only sport where you sign a guy and then it's still not done a lot of times. You got to wait and see what, what the draft brings. Do you feel pretty good about your high school class coming in and then you're going to get most of the guys that you you, you think you're going to get?
21: I think we'll get most. I mean, there's a guy or two that, that we're probably going to have to really fight on and, and see. And, you know, if those kids go in the first round or second round, I, I don't think we'll get them. Um, but I, you know, it's just like I said, it's hard to tell right now. It's just we haven't even been out there to see these kids play. So, for me, it's um, it's pretty tough. But I feel like we'll do pretty good in the draft. We won't get everybody, but we'll have a we'll have a really good class.
4: I have to imagine the fan support that was shown to your team in Omaha and then back here in Starkville last Friday is is just you know, another great recruiting tool for you. Do MSU fans surprise you with, with their support sometimes? I mean, you know the crowds are going to be big, but when you're taking over TD Ameritrade in that way or when you're having to turn people away from the championship to go over to the hump because you just can't fit anybody else in the baseball stadium, were, were you even taken surprise by that?
21: Well, we were really surprised by that parade. It, it really shocked me that we had that many people. We, we thought it would be a couple thousand people. You know, everybody had been to Omaha, everybody anyway, had celebrating, well. and it just... It went it went crazy, so um, yeah, it, it's shocking. You know, it's just not only do we have a big fan base; they're a little fanatical too. So they're everywhere. They're in the streets. They're, I mean, it's just it's been a lot of fun over the last couple of weeks.
4: Whatever you know, the Hale State video does such a great job of documenting everything. But they did a something the past couple of uh, wins the, in the College World Series and in Super Regionals of making sure they had a camera on you and your coaches, and to see that you guys get to celebrate as well. What's what's the message between coaches? When, when those wins happen?
21: You know, um, just yes. You know, there's such a relief. Um, it validates a lot of things that we, we talk about and we do. And I was talking with somebody today, hearing our kids in those moments and hearing, seeing our kids do things, um, you hear them talk about our culture on those stages. It's just a feeling of validation. Man, we put a lot of time and effort. We're away from our families a lot. And um, it's fun for us, and it's really fun to watch these kids um, you know, do great things on this stage, you know. So um, it just, you know, for us, and then we're a close group. we got a, We got a close coaching staff, and um, we support each other a lot.
4: Coach, about 60 seconds left here. Are you ready for the, a new level of high expectations at Mississippi State?
21: Yeah, I'm sure it's coming, right? It's never going to be easy. So I just, you know what I was disappointed in today? I thought Richard was going to be on the show. We don't have Richard today?
4: <laughs> we, we ran him off this week, Coach. He's, he, he's on
21: yeah, one he of his six vacation vacations
3: of
4: the year, so.
21: <laughs> you, you tell him, I'd love to see him. In, I want him to come take a picture with us. So, as he always gives me a hard time. I know he's a little misguided guy, so. You give him a, Coach, don't worry. give him a I'll, hard time when y'all see him next.
4: Oh, I put him in his place last week. Don't worry about all that. I had, I had all of that taken care of for you, sir. So.
21: It's all in good fun. So, it's yeah. all in good fun. So, we, uh. But I thought I'd get him on the line today. I was disappointed when I heard he wasn't there. So no, I'll, I'll, I'll you, let guys.
4: him know you were thinking about him. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll let him it, know that so. you were thinking about him. So, Coach Chris Lemondis, Mississippi State baseball national champion. I didn't, didn't know that I'd ever get to say that. Coach, congratulations to you. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We really, really appreciate it.
21: Thank you, thank you. I, I uh, thank y'all for putting us on all year long too. We appreciate it. So, hell state.
4: That That's is, Coach Chris Limonis.
3: Yeah, Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. wanted to talk to Richard today. Who who, who wants that? Not, uh, not
4: me. Somebody who wants to let Richard know something. That's who wants it.
3: <laughs> uh, hey, I, you know, I wish Ooh. I would have thought about this when he was on. I would have said, hey, Coach, uh, somebody picked you to win the, cha- no. the national championship, uh-huh. and somebody did not. What? And the guy that did not what is Brian Haydad.
4: And the guy that did... The guy who did not was playing a strategic game that worked to perfection. I love it when a plan comes together, Porky. Yeah, something like that.
3: Uh, William Greenville says, you don't realize how thirsty we were. And then another says, tell coach thank you from all state fans. I think you guys did that uh, around parade time and... Possibly the biggest crowd in Duty Noble history there to listen to speeches instead of watch a game. So, the message has been received, I'm sure. What a year. Kind of putting a bow on baseball and who better to do it with than the guy that led the Bulldogs to their first national championship. We'll get back to the coaching rankings when we come back. Always good, though, to visit with Chris Limonis. Don't go anywhere.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
0: Rogers Dab's Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab's service, parts, and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or rogersdabs.com.
9: The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or GrubHub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
17: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi Store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The stores also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales & Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
9: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The
14: number of variant COVID 19 cases continues to rise. Just last week, health officials stated that the concerning Delta variant had become the dominant strain in Mississippi, and there are now 137 confirmed cases. The strain is more contagious than both the original strain and the UK variant, and officials continue to urge everyone to get vaccinated to protect themselves and their loved ones. And the new director of the Administrative Office of Courts in Mississippi would like lawmakers to increase the budget for drug courts. Greg Snowden tells Supertalk they receive about $6.5 million, but it takes about $12 million to run the courts.
21: The data shows that for each child born with a drug dependency, it's going to cost the state $750,000.
14: Snowden says by helping to get parents clean, the courts could save the state millions of dollars.
18: The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert, guiding you through the
2: middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time, on air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Thanks to Chris Lamonis for joining us. We'll get back to... The conversation that basically started the show today. Power Rankings. SEC Head Coach Power Rankings. We finished off at 10. So here's how they went. This is from CBS. Saban, 1. Fisher, 2. Smart, 3. Mullen, 4. Ordron 5. Mark Stoops at Kentucky, 6. Brian Harson at Auburn, 7. Kiffin, 8. Leach, 9. Eli Drinkwitz at 10. Number 11. And I disagree with this placement over who's at number 12 anyway. Sam Pittman said Arkansas definitely took the hard-nosed no, mindset of its new coach last season when it reestablished itself as a physical force that might not beat you, but it will beat you up. The 3-2 and two start of the season gave way to four straight losses to close out the season, which is a bit concerning, but this was Pittman's first season as a head coach since his stint at Hutchinson Community College. A little bit of a learning curve should be expected now that he's entering year two in the
4: SEC. I honestly am' not gonna overthink it and and not argue against you too much if you had put Pittman out of Harson too. Hmm. You're not sold on Harson, are you? Well, I'm just I mean, I don't think he's the kind of coach who's gonna turn Alabama into a or Alabama Auburn into a national championship team. You know I just don't I don't see that happening. So no.
3: At number 12, Josh Heupel, and I disagree with him being behind Pittman. He, Yes, it's a different place, but he had been a head coach, splitting hairs, but he's been an offensive savant, and I would have him ahead of Sam Pittman. But he said there's no doubt that Josh Heupel at Tennessee's offensive prowess was a big reason UCF stayed on the map after Scott Frost left. But can he handle it in the SEC? Tennessee's about as dysfunctional as any program in the country, true, and the uphill battle facing Heupel is compounded by the fact that Georgia and Florida are light years ahead of the Volunteers in terms of overall team talent. Also true. With that said, his 28-8 record in three seasons with the Knights should give Vol fans hope that they will finally turn around.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, Heupel wasn't as good as his predecessor at, uh, at Central Florida, but he's a good coach. Obviously a good offensive guy. But he's got a ton of work to do at Tennessee. It's, I mean, And Tennessee, not the most patient uh, fan base in America. Speaking
3: of his predecessor, the prodigal son of Nebraska football returned and magically didn't snap his fingers and make it a better job. It's almost as if Nebraska isn't a blue blood or a power, the way some people think it is. It's almost as if the landscape has changed a little bit. And it's hard to get players to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, To play football now,
4: it's not the same. It it, just—it never will be. It never will be again for Nebraska.
3: Number thirteen, Clark Lee. Number fourteen, Shane Beamer.
4: You can't—you can't disagree with that. I might put Beamer ahead of Lee just because I know a little bit more about Beamer. But you're—you're It's a coin flip. You're—you're splitting hairs.
3: I do like the Lee hire for Vanderbilt because, you know. 99% 99% of programs shouldn't hire people because of where they played. Like, mm-hmm. if Matt Luke had not played at Ole Miss, the very few people that influenced that decision uh, would not have tried to get him and successfully get him hired as head coach. That wouldn't have been even a conversation had he not been an Ole Miss alum. And I think I thought it was insane at the time. And it's insane looking back on it. You, you don't hire people just because they're alums. But at a place like Vanderbilt, who is not committed to winning at all, at least he knows what he's getting into. He's aware of the atmosphere. He's aware of how the university works and how they invest or not really invest in football. So at least Clark Lee has a grasp of what being at Vanderbilt is like before he takes the job. So from that sense, hiring an alum makes sense. If Kenny Amatsalolo leaves Navy... Having someone that's coached there would make sense because it's a different job. You're going to want to hire somebody that has familiarity with what it's like to coach at Navy or Army or Air Force, for example. Those are unique jobs. Vanderbilt, while different, at least fits into that category. It's a place that is different than the rest of the SEC. At least they got a guy that understands that.
4: Yeah, yeah. What is the term like? Understanding the culture. I feel like that's overrated sometimes, but it's not at Vanderbilt. You do have to have the certain kind of coach that can win there. And, and I know you guys hate him, but James Franklin was that kind of coach. Yes, he was. You know, he he knew how to. I've again, I've made this comment a bunch of times, but I, I firmly believe it. This is why James Franklin one of the best coaches because it was like he was never there at Vanderbilt. They were losing <laughs> before he got there. He came in and won and won nine games twice at Vanderbilt. And as soon as he left, they were. and over again. It's like he was never there.
3: That's incredibly impressive. Uh, And you guys, if you listen to the show frequently enough, you've heard me say that I think South Carolina will be the worst team in the SEC this year. I think the roster is bad. Uh, The returning production is really, really, really bad. Uh, Quarterback play is going to be bad, and it's a first-year head coach. And I mean first-year like in his life, first-year head coach, Recipe for disaster, at least in year one. So maybe the hire will work out. I know a guy that does radio in South Carolina that thinks that anything short of a bull trip would be a disappointment, and I think you are out of your mind if that's your expectation for a successful season there. If they look competitive, that's a success. If they go 3-9 and nine, but at least look competent, then that's a good year. That's how in bad of a shape I think that program is right now.
4: If you'd like to hear more about South Carolina, Ben Portnoy of the State joins me tomorrow on the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Nice. Yeah, we had we had to catch up. All I didn't do any football previews during the World Series. It was just I, there was just no time for that, so I had to catch up. I had I got three of them today. Now I, I should have three more for tomorrow too. So
3: CJ in the Delta, I, I hear this a, a lot. He says, "Who the heck would have taken the Ole Miss job except for Matt Luke, Dave Doran." And that's not a sexy name, but Dave Doran was making plans to move to Oxford. What that he was People making plans, jobs, like things or arrangements were being made until an overzealous ex university chancellor inserted himself to try to curry favor with some locals to keep his Let's, job which he failed doing. Dave Dorn's not sexy but he runs a good program at NC State. He would have taken that job. In fact, he took the job and was making arrangements to go.
4: Let's look at it like this. Let's look at it from a 1000 miles up, right? Obviously, when you take that job, you know you're not going to a bowl game the first 2 years because you've got uh you can got the uh, you got the, the probation, right? So there's no concerns for that. It's just about building your program. And what coach isn't going to say, yeah, I'll take over a job where in my first year I've got DK Metcalf and AJ Brown and Jordan Tamu and all that offensive talent. And I just got to figure out a way to be competitive defensively. I can recruit there. I'm in the SEC. They're going to pay me, you know, three and a half to four million a year to start. That's, it's an attractive job no matter who you are. SEC jobs are attractive jobs outside of, you know, Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a good job.
3: I think you, know, you can what... make the argument that. Eleven of the fourteen SEC jobs are top thirty to thirty-five jobs in college football. I think the argument can be made, and I'm, you know, you could talk me out of it, sure, but I think you can at least make the argument that's how good they are. And forgive me for kind of being aggressive to you, CJ. But he said he never heard that. Well, yeah, that job, it, it, he he was making arrangements. Uh, They were planning on moving to Oxford, like. The, play, the flight was... They were ready. And that was altered. Now, if, that, if it doesn't go down like that, you never get Lane Kiffin. So be thankful for Jeff Vitter and a handful of locals that forced Matt Luke on the school. Because if that doesn't happen, Dave Doran's probably still the coach at Ole Miss right now. And you've got a, a good program, a stable program that's got a ceiling. It, at least... Kiffin's ceiling's higher, and it's more exciting. So without that whole deal, you don't get Kiffin. But but who could you have hired? Somebody better.
4: But the other side of that is Dave Dorn sounds like a guy who might come to Ole Miss and stay seven, eight, nine years. So which would you rather have? You know, Sort of boring, constantly winning seven, eight games, or the excitement, hey, we might get ten, but <laughs> Kiffin will probably go to Texas or something right after that.
3: Yeah, well... I think if you're given the option, it's Kiffin over Doran 100 times out of 100.
4: I think so, but there's something to be said for just, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, consistency.
3: Somebody says, appreciate your honesty, Borky, talking about your old home state. A lot of people would try to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I, my family has, between just me and my siblings, there's three degrees from South Carolina in the family. It's just, that's, that's reality. It's just reality for them, and I keep trying to tell my friends back home. Like, I don't know what you guys think is going to happen. Think less. Yeah, <laughs> think less because I think Vanderbilt beats you this year. Kevin Harris is the only thing that program has that's good right now.
4: Yeah, I wonder how much of him is overinflated by the way he. Has. I mean, he has such a huge good game against Ole Miss, and but Ole Miss is so bad defensively. So it's so like, it's, you know, what did you really get?
3: Jason Columbus says, hot take alert, a bowl ban should, shouldn't be classified as served until you actually qualify for bowls and have to miss them. Well, it, it's it's all about the, the revenue, basically. That's what the bowl bans yeah. punish. Like, if you weren't going to make a bowl game and you were you served a bowl ban, you don't get the revenue that the conference right. dishes out for postseason appearances.
4: Vanderbilt gets bowl revenue when they don't go to bowls, but Ole Miss didn't when they were under a bowl ban. Right. So you lose about... I think probably about a total of about $10 million, if I had to guess. 601
3: 879 I We just got a text, and I really like where your mind is, talking about Nebraska. And I've got a graphic to tell you about that's out there from the head of rivals. It's a mess. We'll get to all that next.
6: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. A report of an accident causing significant congestion in Hines County, I-55 northbound at Elton Road exit 88. Remember if you see traffic problems please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
11: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today.
12: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on
2: your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Who can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi? 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Shohei Ohtani continuing his unbelievable run. He's selected as an all star for pitching and for hitting. Just extended his league. Lead, lead. League, lead. Oh my gosh. Let, let me just. Here, can we put the music back up? Welcome back to Sports Talk, Mississippi. I'm Michael Borky. Going to try to actually use words this time. Shohei Ohtani hit his 32nd home run before the all star break. The pitcher slash slugger might be making history this season if he keeps on this track, and there is nothing to say that, that he won't. Unbelievably impressive what he's doing. Yeah.
4: It's insane, oh, actually. It's a I'm sorry.
3: Ah, oh, great song there. Yeah. Here's the text I was so, talking about, by the way. Yeah. The landscape has changed so much that now Ole Miss and Mississippi State are better jobs than most Power Five jobs, like Nebraska. And I mentioned this g- graphic that came up before we before get your reaction. This is from Mike Farrell. He's the head recruiting guy at Rivals, and he put the, the graphic out here. He said, who's next? Which traditional power traditional power, will win a title next? And he has Nebraska, Tennessee, Michigan, and Notre Dame. At least Notre Dame has like been to the playoffs lately, but the other three have won absolutely nothing of value since before these recruits that they're actively talking to have been alive.
4: Yeah. Let's see here. Tennessee, last national title, 1998. Yep. Nebraska, I believe, last national title, 1997. They played for one in one and got crushed. And then Michigan, uh, the year before, or I guess it was the same year, they split with Nebraska in ninety seven. So, yeah, I mean... I can, I mean, I can answer it. You know, we'll take Notre Dame out of the equation because Notre Dame has played in the playoff recently, and that means obviously they're 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 almost there. I feel like the answer to that question is Michigan because I mean, all they they really only have one hurdle. If they could somehow get over Ohio State for one season, they'd be in the mix. Nebraska, t- Tennessee, you know, the, Tennessee has multiple hurdles. They play all they play Alabama and Georgia every year. There's no getting around that. You play Alabama, and Georgia every year, so I mean, that's that's tough. Nebraska, no, it's just, it's just not going to happen. The days of Nebraska going to Florida and Texas and cherry-picking the, the best players from those states, they're over. They're gone. It's
3: changed. It's completely changed, and I don't know if a program like Nebraska is ever recovering. But that kind of mindset, it always cracks me up because if Tennessee, for example, signs a 5 stars, well, Tennessee's back, but if Mississippi State were to sign one and say they're not from Mississippi, wait, what's mm-hmm. going on there? Yeah, that's weird.
14: But Mississippi State has
3: had more success. I mean, we're 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 getting Tennessee being called a traditional power, a traditional power. They've stunk for two decades. Mississippi State is far more successful, Ole Miss too, in recent history, than Tennessee. But they get the traditional power name. Who has won more since the kids that are playing have been alive? It's the schools right here in Mississippi, not Tennessee. But they still get that label.
4: you got to be wondering, I'm trying to think who the last five-star state has signed that uh, was from out of state. I don't remember. The last two they've signed were Charles Cross and uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Before that, I don't – like, Mullen never got a five-star other than Simmons to my knowledge. Croom, no. So you got to go back to Jack. I have no idea when it would have been. Randy says
3: Nebraska needs to go back to the Big Twelve. I don't think that matters. I don't think their conference affiliation matters. I think the landscape
4: has completely changed. It, it matters somewhat because just geographically, sometimes things just make more sense. You know, Nebraska. Can, can, I feel like that. I feel like they did, that's just a better fit for them. And and you have if you want to recruit players in Texas. You've got to be able to say, look, you'll be able to play through the other Texas schools. Yeah. Your parents can come see you play. If you're recruiting a kid from Texas, you're like, ah, oh, well, you're going to be playing Ohio State and Minnesota. That's not a great selling point. Texas kids want to know they're playing Texas and Oklahoma every year. You
3: dump it on Minnesota with their brand-new outdoor stadium for their games that they play in late November in Minneapolis? They came into
4: Mississippi, got a kid last year that State and Ole Miss both would have liked to have had
3: an interesting development.
9: Yeah.
4: Are you sure that State really wanted him? Like, really wanted him? J- Jaden Wally's brother? Yes, I am positive that State wanted him. There are some brothers that are better than others. They are. I think Jaden is the better of the two. But, I mean, State whiffed badly on defensive backs last year. They, they clearly wanted him, yeah.
3: And you're exactly right. I feel like the Nebraska name... Just doesn't sound crazy appealing yeah. for players the way it used to. It doesn't carry the weight it's for not. these kids anymore.
4: Nebraska, when I was a kid, was the most dominant college football program in the country. Now they're a team that doesn't go to bowls. I mean, life comes at you fast. Yes, yes, it does. 32 home
3: runs for Otani. That guy's unbelievable. That guy's
4: really, really incredible.
3: Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour coming. We've got the college football fix. A Mississippi State player is doing the first of his kind in the name, image, and likeness thing. Leads me to a poll question as well, since our buddy isn't going to pay us five bucks. I've
4: not gotten a Venmo notification. either.
3: So we'll talk about that as well. And then a fast food story that I've got for you also. All coming up. Don't go anywhere.
2: For At FM.
19: This is a Fox News alert. I'm Pam Huso. The rescue effort in Surfside, Florida, is shifting to recovery. No one's been found alive in the rubble of a collapsed high-rise in nearly two weeks.
8: 200 people are now accounted for. 94 people are still unaccounted for.
19: Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine Cava. A police officer in Terre Haute, Indiana, has been killed in the line of duty. Police say the suspect is in surgery. Three undercover officers were shot in Chicago amid an uptick in violence.
14: Mayor Lightfoot cannot get control of the
10: bloodshed in the city. Daily, nightly bloodshed and punctuated by the federal agents. Two ATF agents and a Chicago police officer who were shot and wounded
19: says Mike Tobin, a person of interest, is being questioned. America's listening to Fox News.
17: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030.
18: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pork beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse,
9: East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
12: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to Super Supertalk Mississippi News.
14: Centene recently agreed to pay Mississippi over $55 million following an investigation into whether or not they had overcharged Medicaid for prescription drugs. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says the settlement exposes all the managed care industries to the structure of Big Pharma.
17: Pharmaceuticals run 15 to 20 percent of everything we spend, probably $700 million a, billion a year. And it's a similar expense for other surrounding states. And I'm very interested in seeing how we, all of us, could uh, co-op these, uh, these expenses to, uh, to minimize the amount that we have to pay for such a large percentage of what we're doing."
14: Centene's subsidiary and contractors control health insurance benefits for about 480,000 Mississippians. And a wildfire in Northern California has now spread to over 12,000 acres. Wednesday, the Mississippi Forestry Commission deployed a 20-person crew of firefighters to assist with suppression
5: efforts. Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
12: This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help, for doctor visits, to preventive services, to prescription drugs. These are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as August 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. With the debate over Mississippi's income tax likely to continue into the
14: 2022 session, Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform, told Supertalk that its elimination could bring more workers to the state. We see that
12: people choose to move to states with low-income taxes or no-income taxes. They leave the high-spending states.
14: The recent census showed that Mississippi was one of just three states to lose population over the past decade. And the Mississippi Highway Patrol recently welcomed 45 new troopers to their ranks with a recent graduation ceremony, but Colonel Randy Ginn says the agency remains short-handed.
17: We are up to 521 sworn now in the trooper ranks, which is still below the 650 authorized, but it, it is a net gain. Ginn explained that it's a net gain
14: of 14 after 31 troopers retired over the past year get all of your mississippi news on the go with the super talk mississippi app
15: hello i'm will noble from ward mississippi i'm proud to be a catfish farmer and being selected as mississippi's catfish farmer of the year means a lot to me i pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy and they were raised right here in america So, please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
16: Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, Call C Spire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com.
6: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
3: Sir, 5 o'clock out. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, in case you missed it. Chris Limonis joined it. Joined us at 420. You can catch it on demand on the website, after the show, or the podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search Sports Talk Mississippi, subscribe, leave a rating, and a review. I know a lot of you listened to the show after the fact. A lot of you did so in Omaha as the analytics keep telling me. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them last I looked before the championship series began so uh, thank you for that glad you're with us and uh, that will be uploaded about 10 minutes after the show's over is when that goes live so if you missed that interview you can catch it there we also spent most of the first two hours talking about an SEC power rank a coach power ranking list that came out from CBS dissecting it disagreeing wholeheartedly with where Brian Harson was on that list Wasn't bad, but that selection was a little iffy. Lane Kiffin was eight. Mike Leach was nine if you missed it. I got another college football thing coming for you right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Stop by and test drive an F-150 today and you'll find out quickly why it's been the best-selling truck in America for longer than Richard Cross has been alive. Returning production. It's not a perfect stat because you have a quarterback that wasn't good last year and threw for 1,700 yards and 27 interceptions, and he's coming back this year. He counts as 100% of your passing yards, So it's a flawed stat, but still one that is worth noting. Returning production, offensive and defense production, how much do you care about that? how much when you're looking at especially the week one games does that factor into your thinking at all?
4: It, it has to be tied into what are you returning coaching wise for example, you know state brought back a lot of production in 2018 but they had a new coaching staff so you know how much can you really take into account there? Uh, you know I learned my lesson on that one. So if you tell me that everything's still in place from a season ago, and you're bringing almost everybody back, you you should be good. You should be able to, 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 to be good. But, you know, there always, uh, there's always going to be, uh, you know, exceptions to that rule. And it does happen. There are times where you bring a lot of folks back, and for whatever reason it just doesn't work. Um, and it's happened, you know, to teams in this state. So yeah. I, I feel like it's a, a factor. It can be a big factor if things go right, but it can also be something that's, you know, an outlier when things go wrong. Bill Connolly
3: of ESPN, the inventor of the S&P Plus, uses this, among many other things, uh, to factor into his formula. We won't go down the formula road today, but returning production percentage. This is offense and defense. He ranked college football 1 through 127. For example, Toledo brings back 97% of their offensive and defensive production from a year ago. Jason Candle, congrats on, on that, I suppose. BYU, the exact opposite, 35% of their total production from last year
4: returns this year. Well, I mean, that's because Zach Wilson is gone.
3: The most interesting part of this, there's a few things I want to bring up, but we all think, everybody thinks that the national championship, because it likely is going to be a combination of Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia... Oklahoma, maybe. Ohio State is the number 125 team in all of college football in returning production. Alabama is the number 123rd team in college football in returning production. You have Georgia ranked 110th in college football in returning production in Clemson. 104th
4: in returning production in college football. And yet yeah, they'll be Fantastic. Yeah, likely. Yeah, but they'll all be good. I think one of the stats I saw earlier this year was Ole Miss returns 100% of its passing production, but less than 50% of its receiving production. Oof. They that's had how much a bad injury
3: offseason at that position. Ole Miss? Oh, uh, no, they did not. Uh, I was thinking Georgia in my head.
4: I was like, what did I miss there? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Pickens out. He's out, yeah. But, yeah, Ole Miss, you know, I mean, that's such a big chunk of what they were was uh, was uh, Yaboa and, obviously, Elijah Moore. Yeah. State, you know, brings back nearly everything receiving and rushing-wise.
3: Hey, I mean, with all intents and purposes, everything. Yeah. For what yeah. it's worth, yeah. Ole Miss is number 26 in college football and returning production. Uh, the only opponent that they have this year that's ahead of them is, if you had one guess, who would it be?
4: In terms of returning production? Yep. Mississippi State? Liberty.
3: Oh, okay. Liberty yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. At 88%, they're 22nd. Ole Miss is 26th. Mississippi State, 77%. This is offense and defense, keep in mind. Offense and defense, 77%. That's good for dead middle of the road, 68 in college football.
4: That seems that's hard to believe. It's, it's just in the middle like that, just considering how much they return.
3: You do lose Costello, and he threw for yards. So he threw 100% for ha- of your half
4: half pa- of your passing yards, basically, are gone. But I mean, and some bodies on defense. Defensively, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's
3: what factors in. Two things I'm interested in when when it comes to this in particular. I talked about it on the live stream some. So JP, you, you've heard this already. We talk about Week One games. And the exciting games, the interesting ones, LSU, UCLA, all that stuff. There's one that nobody's really talking about that we've referenced a couple of times. Texas, 118th in returning production, like you mentioned earlier. New coaching staff, new everything, new quarterback. The raging Cajuns of Louisiana who goes Mm -hmm. to Austin in week one, third in college football, 95% of the team that beat Iowa State and Ames last year comes back
4: to UL. It's a danger game. Danger game <laughs> for the Longhorns. Continuity for the
3: Cajuns. Everything's new in Texas. I'm not calling the upset, but I'm saying if the line is three touchdowns,
4: hammer the Cajuns. No pun intended. I mean, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think the line will be that much, though. Louisiana gets respect at this point. They When they went to Iowa State last year and won, Vegas is going to know what they bring back. There's no way that they'll be that big a, an underdog, I don't think. Here's
3: the other one. Miami, 91% of their team last year returns. Alabama, like I said, 56. I'm not calling the upset either. Miami's not going to beat Alabama, I do not believe. But there's still the element of same coaching staff, same quarterback. Most everybody's back in Miami. And Alabama's replacing a handful of coaches, again, replacing a quarterback. Offensive weapons, now I know that Alabama stockpiles them. I mean, they've got a whole arsenal It's just guys you haven't heard of yet, but they're going to be first-round picks here in a couple years. But still, if there's some early growing pains for Alabama against Miami because of this factor right here, I'd buy it. Everything's the same in Miami. Almost everything's new for Alabama.
4: Yeah. And new offensive coordinator as well. Which... (laughs) It's like a running joke at this point. If you want to hear more about the Alabama Crimson Tide, I talk to Michael Casagrande of AL.com on tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning.
3: Heck yeah. But it's all the same. Yeah. Alabama loses their offensive coordinator, and instead they get an NFL head coach to be their offensive coordinator.
4: He was a GM. He was (laughs) a coach and general manager. Now he's the offensive coordinator at Alabama. I mean, I know it
3: didn't go well for Bill O'Brien, but, I mean... The intricacy of the schemes that he had to coach against versus what he will coach against is such a dramatic difference. I mean, <sighs> Alabama's going to win by 24-plus, aren't they? And they're going to go 12-0. Easily. As the world turns, I guess. Yep. It's There's at least an angle, though, if you're wanting to, especially if you're wanting to bet Miami. There, there's at least an angle for you in terms of of that Louisville for what it's worth Ole Miss fans they don't return much their impact players are all going to have to be transfers Uh, they do return their quarterback was not good kind of a turnover machine last year Uh, Louisville is 111th in college football returning 64% of their production Uh, Oregon a team that I like to make the playoff and compete for a championship they're 101st elsewhere in the SEC Ole Miss is first in the SEC like I said before Uh, You have Vanderbilt, 80%. They're next in the SEC. It's all kind of close in terms of uh, this particular league. Mississippi State is third, 77. Arkansas has 76. Auburn, 75. That's why a lot of people think they're going to be better than what Haydad and I think anyway, that they have a lot coming back. I don't know. I think it matters. I think it's interesting. Outcomes are probably still going to be as predictable as ever, but there's at least an angle. The best teams in college football are replacing a lot this season. Mississippi State player, first of his kind in NIL. We'll tell you what that is next.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. A report of an accident causing significant congestion in Hines County, I-55 northbound at Elton Road, exit 88. Remember, if you see traffic problems, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission
12: needs. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment percent credit approval is our number one goal bring us your trade we'll give you a top dollar for it so if you're ready for a vacation, then get to ridgeland mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer ridgeland mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves 1860 east county line road call 896 9600 today or visit ridgelandmitsubishi.com remember you're approved at ridgeland mitsubishi
19: mitsubishi g4 stock number 1795 at 19 dollars thirty percent for 84 months you deal for
12: details with approved credit This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: gets us started for this segment. It's perfect leading and he said, explain how NIL works, please. So basically,
4: we needed to start back at the beginning of the show. Yeah. But
3: basically here's how this works, Brad. It, it allows college athletes to benefit financially or otherwise. ...from their own name, image, and likeness... ...like every other American except for college athletes. They can do endorsements, they can sign autographs for money... ...they can have YouTube channels that have a big enough following... ...that they can make money off of TikTok, Instagram, whatever it may be. They are allowed to, however they see fit, like a free American actually now... ...for the first time, benefit from their own name, image, or likeness... ...in whatever way they see fit. That does not mean that they will get anything. That does not mean the schools will be paying them. It means that they, separate from the school, are allowed to get whatever they want, whatever the market decides. There are some restrictions. They cannot endorse gambling or alcohol, or illegal drugs, or even legal drugs in some states, like marijuana.
4: Who, 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 who can advertise illegal drugs? <laughs> Good
3: point, but that, that's yeah. the stipulation in the uh, in the deal. In most places, not everywhere, hi. but in hi, mo- I'm
4: Brad Pitt. You ever tried cocaine? I'm
3: <laughs> here <laughs> on behalf of the
4: Colombian yeah. street cartel. <laughs> I'm Brian Cranston. I only played a drug dealer on TV, <laughs> but if I were a drug dealer, meth is the way to go. <laughs> Uh but basically that's what it is. <laughs> Schools yes. aren't paying
3: the athletes at all, at all. They they are not allowed to, they can't. But the Olympic model basically. Olympians have been allowed to benefit financially from being Olympians and still go to school and be athletes. It's just like that for every student now. Tanner Allen is taking advantage of name, name, image, and likeness in a way that no athlete has yet. I'm sure more will follow this model, but he's the first one. Trading cards. If you want a Tanner Allen trading card signed by Tanner Allen, you can do just that. Tanner Allen5.com is the website. You can buy trading cards. The one, so there is one available, a special edition, just one, signed by him for $250, has already sold. So Tanner Allen's $250 richer today than he was yesterday. You can buy a one of 25, a one of five, a one of one, and this one looks like there's an unlimited supply. They range from $19 to $100, and you can go to that website and buy an autographed custom TA5 trading card. So it's not like a company, it's not tops, it's his own. Yeah. It's his website, it's his thing.
4: And if you look at the cards, and if you were a kid who remembers getting baseball cards or like your cereal back in the day, you'll see that the MS logo is not on there. That there's no Mississippi State or anything on his jersey. He's just they photoshopped it to where it's a plain white jersey and a plain maroon cap or a plain maroon batting helmet.
3: Because, he as we said, use, it's against the rules to use yes. your school. Right. But unless you're looking for it, you you don't really notice.
4: Right. But well, that's the thing. I was looking for it, so yeah.
3: He's also got a merch section. Uh, six different T-shirts. One with just a caricature of his face with his TA5 logo. Not a bad-looking logo either. Sometimes yeah, simple is good. It's yeah. not too intricate. It, it makes sense. There's uh, another one of of just 2021 national champs on it with his logo. Right.
4: There's it doesn't an say accept, Mississippi State. doesn't say Bulldogs. Nope. It just says 2021 national champs.
3: And then except Oxford with an X on where Oxford <laughs> would be. On the that's going to sell. Although it's a little bit higher than where Oxford is, but that's okay
4: it's close enough close enough yeah we, they don't they don't like New Albany and in and, and those areas either I guess I don't know so what do you think What's, about uh, the, this the ta merch website here well you, you hit it one thing on the head he won't be the last certainly won't be the last but this is a good way he's right now especially for Tanner Allen the you say strike while the iron is hot the iron will never be hotter for Tanner Allen. He is the most popular athlete in the state of Mississippi right now, probably. Uh, he's got as much national value right now as he ever will. And he's got people, I mean, you know this as well as I do, if Brandon Walker retweets that and says, I'm buying a couple shirts, well, all of a sudden he's going to sell another two, 3,000 shirts right there or something like that because he's got that kind of, of cachet. So, yeah, now's the time for him to be doing this. And it's smart, and he'll he's going to make you know a pretty good percentage of money on that. He said he's donating part of the proceeds back to Mississippi State. So, so when you buy a shirt, if you're a Mississippi State fan, not only are you helping out Tanner Allen, you're helping out Mississippi State as well.
3: We get a good question here. How will this kind of stuff from Patrick and Tupelo affect Meet the Rebels and Meet the Bulldogs Day? It will not. Well, it will not. You will not have to pay to get it. It will be just like it's always been because that is a – university event and the players cannot charge anything for university events. Can't do it. Maybe...
4: You'll be signing things that have logos on them. Yeah. And so they I mean, I guess... You schedules, you know, so...
3: I guess maybe a player could say no, but I doubt it. I mean, they love that stuff. Well,
4: my... At
16: the end of the day, they're
3: player, college athletes. They love this stuff.
4: A player could have said no before, you know, been like, yeah. I just don't feel like doing this, coach. And, you know, it might have might not have gone over very well, but I mean, think about players who are in the pros and make millions of dollars a year, they still come out before the game and sign the balls for kids every game. So yeah nothing's changing on that front.
3: Somebody's asking, so if, if Crimes
4: Pittman wants to pay Matt Corral ten K for an hour, how does that work? uh um, gets on the phone with Matt with Matt Corral and he's like, Hey, give you ten K to come hang out at my daughter's birthday party. Yeah. Go from there.
3: Uh, he will be having a merch store out
4: soon, apparently. I would imagine so. According to his would, Twitter, he'll have a logo and all. The logos are what I'm looking forward to. We're gonna have to do a whole show or a whole segment at least where we make fun of the worst logos, because <laughs> you know there's gonna be some stinkers in there, man. Yeah,
3: Strider. and in phallic will, uh, is
4: gonna happen. I don't know.
3: Asking if uh, the sleeves have been pre-cut. That that's one disappointing thing about Tanner Allen's store is that all the sleeves on the shirts are intact. No cutoff shirts,
4: and and no short shorts available either.
3: Caleb and Starpool saying that this is the equivalent of a YouTuber selling merch. Exactly, yeah. exactly,
4: exactly. So I have, I mean, I, how, this is this is one of the things where people like are against name image like this. How can you be against this? How can you be against this guy using his own image to make money? To make a trading card. like th- This isn't your yeah.
3: typical stuff you've seen. He's the first yeah. one. He's got his own trading card. As a kid playing baseball, tell me you didn't look at baseball cards and think, man, I want to be on one of those one day. He made that oh, yeah. happen.
4: Of the thousands that I have, yes, for sure.
3: I want to know who bought the $250 special edition one, though.
4: Mike Bianco. God. Uh, I'm going to get him on my team one way or the other.
3: What about a strip club? Somebody says a strip club sponsored the Bad News Bears. I believe that will also that's, fall into yeah. the clause of inappropriate sponsorships.
4: Hi, hi, I'm Landon Sims. When you're ready to close out the night, head to the pony. <laughs> You'll never strike out there. You know I mean, what are we doing? Yes, that's going to be against the uh, the bylaws, if you will. <laughs>
3: Hi, I'm Devonte Schuler. When it's not raining yeah. threes in the pavilion, I'm it's raining dollar dollars and bills.
4: At, at the Gold Club here in Memphis. <laughs> uh. ah. Yes, that's not going to be happening. It'd be
3: funny a, if it did, though. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, Tanner needs to make sure he has a good tax guy. Oh and my then another God, one says again. do they have to pay income tax or sales tax? Interesting. I saw a great tweet
4: out. about this. Do you guys care this much about the kid working at the bookstore filing taxes? I mean, they file taxes. People understand in America you have to pay taxes. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, and the, the best part about
3: them being in college and having all the support that they do is one, they're allowed to have representation. So their manager will handle it, and even if they don't, the schools will provide them the resources to make sure they do their 1099s correctly. Filing taxes isn't hard. Half the country is stupid, and they file taxes. Yeah. It'll be fine. www.turbotax.com if all else fails.
4: Yeah, the the, H&R
3: Block will take care of
4: them. Somebody should get a deal with H&R Block. Do my taxes for free, and I'll, I'll publicize you
3: chasing Columbus. Not that he misses it now, but good lord at the money Dak
4: Prescott missed out on. Let's talk about that when we come back. Who in the last decade would have made the most money? Love that. Let us know. 601-879-4395
3: on the text line. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. We'll talk about that next.
9: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 87. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. And for your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
14: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Centene recently agreed to pay Mississippi over $55 million following an investigation into whether or not they had overcharged Medicaid for prescription drugs. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says the settlement exposes all the managed care industries to the structure of big pharma.
17: Pharmaceuticals run 15 to 20 percent of everything we spend, probably 700 million a billion dollars a year and it's a similar expense for other surrounding states and I'm very interested in seeing how we all of us could uh, co-op these uh, these expenses to uh, to minimize the amount that we have to pay for such a large percentage of what we're doing.
14: Centene's subsidiary and contractors control health insurance benefits for about 480,000 Mississippians and a wildfire in Northern California has now spread To over 12,000 acres. Wednesday, the Mississippi Forestry Commission deployed a 20 person crew of firefighters to assist with suppression efforts.
18: Jake Mangum here.
2: No other news team covers the
9: Magnolia State, like
2: Supertalk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour. And breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk, talk. all summer, summer long. Supertalk Mississippi, live, live and on demand with the Supertalk app and at supertalk.fm.
5: So what
3: athlete would have gotten the most money? Mississippi and beyond. 601-879-4395 is a text on. Let us know what you think. And the clear first answers are Dak and Eli, right? Although Eli is longer than a decade, longer but still.
4: Longer than a decade. Yes, but there are two Mississippi State athletes that might have done better. And they might surprise you, but Victoria Vivians and Tierra McCowan would have had unbelievable branding power as, as elite female athletes. There, there's just something to that. Especially Vivians, who became homecoming queen. I mean, that sells itself for a lot of, of, of good products, you would think. You know, think about, the, think about the ads you can run with an athlete. Great on the court. And then off the court, she's the homecoming queen. I mean, that yeah. sells itself.
3: What's her Instagram following like? That's another thing.
4: Yeah, that's that's. I, that was one of the first things I asked somebody in Mississippi State. I was like, who is the female athlete with the largest Instagram following? And you could probably guess it's Rakia Jackson for Mississippi State right now.
3: Yeah. Make a killing. She will make a killing. Uh, the Mayor Jake would have made a good bit for sure, one of you says.
4: No question about that. And another part of this, remember, is that they can offer things like lessons. I mean, a Jake Mangum hitting clinic with with other players there, and he could have had guys from Ole Miss and Southern there as well because they all know each other and like each other. You talk about it, and that's something I think if you are a university, you are worried about. Like, why would they go to the Mississippi State baseball camp when they can go to the Jake Mangum baseball camp? You know, now where is he holding that camp? I don't know, but what could he got an hour? 1 hour. So that's a, qu- a tough question cuz I don't know what like a regular instructor would get. True. But more than that. A lot more.
3: Uh Marshall Henderson is another one. Yeah, he would have gotten a lot.
4: That that would have been something that would been really good for some some uh some bad boy kind of stuff. Well, I don't I don't know. Like I'm not a bad boy myself, in case you could not tell if, the, if my dad image didn't give it off, but yes. For him, I just saw one Dante Moncrief. Feed Moncrief. I know people that resta- made
3: feed Moncrief shirts and got sent a cease and desist letter.
4: I know uh, there are, th- that's happened in the past. Yeah, a lot a lot of people have done that. Dak Dak. There were some Dak shirts for that had to get taken off the market. But feed Moncrief. Every restaurant in town would have been all over that. So that's I remember a good that one. song. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? After the 2012 Egg Bowl, that thing has burned into my head. I never uh, want to hear it again.
3: Imagine Arch Manning they're lining up for right now. See, I- I've heard but, a lot of people
4: say that. May- m- eventually? Well, here's the other thing with him. Does he really need that drama? Does he really need to do the extra work there? He's rich now. He's not one of those athletes who's like, I need to make some, some side hustle money. He's Arch Manning. Yeah. What's his net worth I've had people, yeah, so I
3: don't. I don't know. I've had people ask me if, you know, will will earning power be how he chooses a school, knowing that it. family? No,
4: no. Because why?
3: They're not hurting for money. And he's the type of athlete that could go anywhere. Yeah,
4: it's it's not about
3: location.
4: It's not. Yeah, about Arch location. Manning is a name at Ole Miss, at LSU, at Texas, at Virginia. Tennessee, wherever he wants. Virginia, wherever he wants to go. If he wants to throw for five thousand yards a year. Mississippi State. I don't know. Yeah. Like Zion, I mean, Trevor. Yeah, Lewis. exactly, we're, exactly. Wherever they go, they, they they are their own brand. The school doesn't really elevate them that much.
3: We got a couple of votes uh, for Tim Tebow. That it's back in the day for back sure. Back in the day, without a doubt, Johnny Football would have been everywhere for sure. Everywhere. For sure, those for people sure. were so insane over Johnny Manziel that he had to do all online classes because his him walking the class on campus would cause such a disruption. That kids were, were late for class. It would cause a ruckus. I heard a ruckus. What yeah. ruckus? It would cause one on campus. Him walking to class. Yeah. Those people
4: were insane over that guy. Yeah, he would have made big, big money. No question about that. I'm trying to stay in the state here. Like, who who else am I missing out on here? Chasing yeah, sisters.
3: Cam Newton count.
10: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, somebody like... And I, and no offense, I don't know any of the, the the golfers at Ole Miss who just won a national title, but those girls could sell golf lessons right now, no doubt. You know, and I hope and, they oh, are. You know, you know, as a national champion. Oh, state has got a girl who signed a bar stool deal from their golf team, but this is something they, even more than that. Or Allie McDonald, you know, in years past.
3: That was on the cover of SI like four or five times in one year. Yeah. They they can do that though without having to pay. Like cover athletes on right. SI don't get paid.
4: Right, it's the same way in the pros. They don't you don't get paid for your picture being taken while you're playing the game, and that's that, that's a, that's that's a deal that's brokered with the various leagues. Yeah, you know, you're not getting a piece of that, no. Swag Kelly,
3: <laughs> watch you, gotta, you touchdown, gotta. Chad Kelly. We used to play that that rap. On this show. Oh, God. The Chad Kelly rap, yeah?
4: I'm, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure Richard was bobbing his head. Is this Pat Green? Jake had a quick and Pearl, one
3: of you says. I think it took three days to go through all the kids.
4: Yeah, but I mean, that was done after he graduated. So This is something he could have done every summer, I don't know, if he'd wanted to. Like, just come home for a weekend... Like this weekend in Starkville is the Jeff Simmons football camp. But I mean again these are something that they could have done, you know, I don't know how, but during the summer, could have found some time during the offseason for a weekend, you know. Could have made the 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 whiteout group for Ole Miss could have made some money collectively. Like selling NWO shirts or yeah. something like that.
3: Banks and Slay. A couple of you saying see that those are the exceptions to the rule. We've talked about this a lot. Hey Dad and I both seem to agree that the money is not going to be as great as some people think that it's going to be. I mean, when we get questions, what's stopping a booster from paying a player a million dollars? A million dollars. That's what's stopping him. No booster is going to be yeah. giving that to one player. It's not going to happen that way. The money's not going to be as high as people think. The biggest earning power is going to be athletes that have a lot of followers on Instagram and they do a promoted post or whatever. Exactly. And get it there or YouTube. Guys like Zion or Trevor Lawrence, they're they're different.
4: You Zion have would have gotten like seven you figures. You have to pay them like you pay pro athletes. Yes. You would have to give Zion Williamson his first year at Duke, you would have you, you could have gotten an NBA guy for the same price. Mm-hmm. A good one.
3: Know, same same thing, thing
4: with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah.
3: You look at at pro athletes like Cam Jordan for example defensive end for the Saints one of the best defensive linemen that's ever played for the New Orleans Saints can you name his endorsements right now off the top, oh, I mean, no, no. he's I mean, got some i'm sure he's, they're he's probably got mostly got him, local but his value isn't as high as some people think that college players value is and the NFL right. is far more impactful influential and watched more than college and a guy like him, an elite level defensive lineman in the NFL, yeah, doesn't have the millions and millions and millions of endorsements that people think college kids are getting.
4: Exactly. You guys are just It's a lot of fear mongering. I feel like this is probably the same thing that happened a hundred years ago. I can't believe they're gonna let them have helmets. It's gonna ruin the game. Like, this just just calm down. Boosters aren't going to start doling out. Can you imagine, like, a booster who's, like, you know, 10 years down the road declaring bankruptcy? What happened? Well, I just kept giving out NIL deals to try to get recruits <laughs> to Ole Miss or Mississippi State, and now I'm out of money. Somebody's trolling you, hey, Dad. He said, by the way, speaking of Chad Kelly, who was the better
3: quarterback in college, Dak or Chad?
4: I mean, Chad had a lot more talent around him, so I'm going to go with Dak. The
3: Ole Miss guy that peed in the end zone would be great for Petsmart.
4: <laughs> Imagine him doing like a Which uh, Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore or Johnson or or uh, DK Metcalf doing something for like you know Kitty, you know, was it Kitty Fresh, or whatever it's called. Yeah. I'm gonna keep keep your uh, your your. I, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it, but you see where I'm going. Yeah. Those are interesting. Uh,
3: the. At the end of the day, what Mississippi athlete would have made the most in years past?
4: I, th- I think it's Dak. Tend to just agree. Just because, but just because he's so his his relationship with MSU people is so much more than just football. They really do love him like a son. Um, but there would have been plenty, I mean, a lot of money to go around. Eli Manning would have made a ton back in the day. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, who's the Ole Miss The answers are
3: always football, though. Like, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had although, somebody although, text although in about some, baseball, and no, as the, as much the, as the, you the care, big
4: if, if you have a big female athlete, a female star athlete, that can go a long way. Yeah. Honestly, you know, the real answer might be, and I'm not trying to be disparaging, but whoever the most attractive female athlete that, at either university was for the past 10 years, whoever that, that, that person was is probably the correct answer.
3: That's how it'll work. That's why the yeah. LSU gymnast that people keep referencing is possibly yeah. going to rake in seven figures. It's largely because of that and on fly, online influence as a result of, of yeah. that. So, anyway. A couple of things we'll run through as we wrap the show. I had a lot planned today, which is good. We'll get to bring it to you tomorrow. Really good content uh, for the middle of summer? Second week of July? Good stuff here. I like it. This week, for sure. 601 4395 bunch of your submissions coming in. We'll get to those and more as we wrap up the show next.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported in Rankin County, I-20 eastbound just before Mississippi 43, its exit 68. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
11: Halito, it's time for the 71st Choctaw Indian Fair, July 14th through the 17th.
2: Live on the main stage, music's rising stars, Jimmy Allen, Zach Williams, and Brett Young. Experience Choctaw cultural arts, food, dancing, plus everyone's favorite carnival rides. Get your war paint on with the res run starting 7 a.m. Saturday, or test your strength with the Iron Warrior competition. And new this year is the inaugural Cornhole Tournament. Visit
0: ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook.
11: Hope to see you there. hach peace Lechke.
5: Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the The Twilight Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
2: Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
8: Oh my God. What is going on here?
2: Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Oh, it's about time. Right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: A lot of good stuff coming in on the text line. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Got Marshall Henderson, Blair Schaefer, and Caitlin Lee are great choices. They would have made a killing. Well, relatively speaking, of course, the football players would have mostly gotten the most. But those two girls, yeah.
4: Made good money, yeah,
3: for sure. Would have made good money for sure. Somebody makes a joke. I don't know if I can read this on air or not, but somebody references uh, a hilarious partnership between Philip Rivers and uh,
4: a family planning. A company. A
3: family planning company.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just say it like that.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Philip Rivers is well on his way to having an entire offense. He's, he's got. He's almost got it too deep. Ooh, Mike says it's a picture of a chuck he's been smoking. That looks amazing,
4: man. Chuck roast smoked, that's a that's a good piece of meat. Yeah, it's, it's so inexpensive. Which Yeah. I and mean, they call it the poor man's brisket, but I mean it's it's just good. You make easy burn ends out of it, too.
3: Speaking of good, for whatever it's worth, if you're an NFL fan, Scott Hansen has signed a new multi year contract to continue being the host of NFL Red Zone. NFL Red Zone is the absolute best way to watch f- football. It's the best. And he's really good at it. And somehow, he sits at that desk from noon till the final whistle of the midday games and never gets up and never goes to commercial. There's no commercials, nothing. It is constantly him at that desk from noon until 7 or so. Mike's always live. He's always at the desk. Always going from one game to the next. I'm sure there's an answer for how he's able to do that, but that still always blows my mind. He's like he like has to fast or something for the 12 hours leading into his broadcast.
4: Wearing a catheter. I wish college football had that. It would be possible It would have to be like done by conference or something. Yeah. Like here's the because you couldn't just do. There's too many games. Maybe a top 25 one. I don't know. Get somebody in a
3: control room that understands who all the important games are. And it's got to be ESPN because you, you can't do Crossover, Fox, ESPN, CBS, but all the games that are on an ESPN property. So ESPN 2, the U if there's an important one on there, which is unlikely, SEC Network, ACC Network, and ABC. And have somebody in the control room that understands, hey, you know what, we don't have to go to – because there was the goal line, right? They, do they they still do that, I think. ESPN goal yeah. line?
4: I believe so, yes.
3: But they'll flip to like the Troy, you know, Western Kentucky game. And it's like, guys, with all due respect, we don't care. Just do whip around coverage of the big games that day, and yeah. it would be a gold mine, just like Red Zone is.
4: Yeah, you could sell a ton of advertising for that. But, yeah.
3: Jason, I Nobody know what HitAd's answer is going to be to this. He said, I need y'all to give me tips on using a propane grill.
4: You taste the meat, not the heat.
3: (laughs) Uh, He hates it, but everything else is illegal because of the wildfire threat drought. Oh, that's a shame. We had no open flames here in Madison not too terribly long ago.
4: Yeah, I know. That's why that law got rescinded. Oh, that's a different kind of open flame. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the uh, propane. I don't have a problem with propane. If, you, if you got, Now, I wouldn't try doing a brisket or anything on it, but, you know, for steaks and chops and chicken, you can't go wrong with propane. Click it, you're hot, you're hot in a few minutes, and you're good to
9: go.
3: Yep. I use one for fast food like that. Basically fast food, I guess. He said, uh, another text, so when you all come out with a Sports Talk cookbook, will
4: you get to keep the royalties? I guess we I could. Hope so. I, hope I, get, I hope I get a chunk of it, yeah, for sure. What if they want their steaks well done? We asked them politely but firmly to leave. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. I have been at a fancy steakhouse where somebody in our party asked for ketchup, and I thought the waiter was going to slap him across the face. I, I You know, waiters, it, it, the service industry people are great. Usually, you know, they just want to provide good service, say yes to the customer always, and get a nice tip. But this guy was not having it. When ketchup oh, was asked for, he was like, he looked at him and was like, "for for the steak." My friend was like, "yeah," and he kind of sat there for a. second. He didn't know what to say. He thought like he was joking. He was so mad. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, I was, I was with a guy one time. Ordered a fillet, well done, and then asked for ketchup. I was like, dude, just get a hamburger. Like, why did you waste everybody in the in the cow's time doing that? Yeah, that poor thing died to just be butchered all over again. It's it's dead when it gets there. You don't have to kill it twice.
3: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being a part of the show today. We'll have a conversation about beer tomorrow, but not like which one's our favorite, but more in-depth. Really excited for our drink? conversation tomorrow. In the meantime, for Richard Cross, who's off still for the rest of the week. Yay. And Brian Haydad, I'm Michael Borkey. Talk to you again tomorrow at 3. Good night.